Welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host, and this is my podcast. My guest today is Chris Paul, not the basketball player. No, not at all. This Chris Paul is a white writer dude who is 5'10", with a super intense, deep, smoky, sexy voice, and uh, that's just as exciting to me. Chris Paul's first novel is uh, is being published as we speak. He's a fellow podcaster. He has a really cool podcast called None Taken, available on iTunes, where he talks to cool, neat people about all the shit that's going on in their lives or whatevs. Uh, I've been on it. You should check it out. Uh, He is also a nightlife creator, wizard master, LA party thrower uh, slash promoter. In other words, uh, he throws fancy cool parties for people in Hollywood. Okay, so this is interesting because uh, I never talk about this aspect of Los Angeles. Uh, I never talk about this at all. Uh, And I was born and raised in Los Angeles. I currently live in Los Angeles. And I forget that a big part of this town is that people fucking get off the bus. They move here with a dream. They want to be famous or they want to be close to famous people and like party with Leonardo DiCaprio and snort cocaine off Justin Bieber's dick or, you know, and just and like make bad decisions for themselves and do drugs and be star fuckers. And it's just a really weird scene, you know? And, uh, so it's cool to sit down with Chris Paul and talk about that aspect of Los Angeles and get his take on all that because he has a complete awareness of this world. Um, I do too, actually. I've just blocked it out. I think anyway, Chris and I dissect whether or not he's a bro All right. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm not being mean. We talked about it. You were there. You're about to, you know, we're about to embark on this journey of a podcast where I ask you to your face if you're a bro. So yeah, we dissect whether or not he's a bro or a frat boy or a meathead and what those terms even mean. Like, what do they mean? We'll get to the bottom of it, maybe. Uh, And I was going to drastically edit this episode and be like a pussy which is my word to take the power back from, by the way. Um, But I decided, fuck it. I'm throwing caution to the wind. I don't give a fuck. I'm leaving in everything that I was going to have cut out. Uh, We talk a lot of shit about Limp Bizkit. Uh, I blow up a lot of famous people's spots on Raya. Uh, Raya is a dating app that people refer to as Illuminati uh, slash elitist Tinder. I'm on it too. I don't really know why I'm on it. I don't know how I got on the thing, who allowed me to be on the thing, and I'm probably not going to be on it for long after this podcast airs, but uh, what can you do? Anyway, uh, Chris and I also answer an email question that was sent in to dearlovealexi at gmail.com that kind of serves as a jump-off point to even more tangential conversation about star-fucking, seeking arrangements, uh, prostitution, jealousy, porn, Instagram, relationship labels, ego, guys getting in their head about losing their erections. Uh, Chris even breaks me down uh, to my core and tells me why why I specifically care if a guy I'm dating has ever slept with a guy or given another guy a blowjob. Interesting. Uh, We talk about unprotected sex, ingrown hairs, puffy vaginas. Yeah, puffy vaginas. Shaving everything off your privates. Uh, Going down on girls. The portrayal of love and dating in movies and TV. Just lots of stuff. But it's really cool that we talked a lot about porn because my guest next week is porn star Dana Dermond. Anyways, send your emails if you have thoughts, feelings, comments, uh, feedback, questions, or, you know, if you're having a dating life love spiral or whatever, send an email in 
to dearlovealexi at gmail.com. If you like the show, tell your friends, subscribe on, uh, subscribe on iTunes. Let's be friends on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat and all that shit at Alexi Wasser. And you know what I really need? I am in dire need of a theme song. So if anybody out there uh, would like to write a theme song for the show, oh my goodness, I would be forever in your debt. Send it in to dearlovealexi at gmail.com. But enough of all this. Here is my convo with Chris Paul, not the basketball player. Now entering Nerdist.com. Wait, we're going to just record right away? We are going to record right away. That's fucking awesome. We're gonna... Am I sitting here? Yes. Oh, my God. This is going to be great. I'm, I'm okay. excited. Are you Are I'm you excited, Alexi. Oh, my God. We'll put this thing on. Thank you for doing this. Um, all right. I don't have enough coffee this morning. What? I didn't have enough coffee this morning. I took it Adderall and had decaf. So. You did? Andy mm-hmm. Rika booze. Come on, really? A little bit. I'm not going to lie. That's amazing. Wait, are we getting this gold? This comedy gold? <laughs> Fuck, that's the second time I did that. Wait, don't break the nerd. Wait, hold on. Sorry, wait. I'm oh, not. God. <laughs> Dude, okay, so I've never used. Okay. Wait, hold on. Sit tight. He's dribbled. I'm, I'm stepping away too. Uh, no, it's on me. It's not even on. Oh, it's oh, right yeah. there. Oh, no, yeah. wait, I got it. Good job, woman. This is, oh my god! That's All the right. second time I have burned my lip on that thing in the last twenty minutes. What is and that? It, it hurts. Maybe I don't know. Ed it's Hardy. From, what is no. that shit? Just fucking with you. Oh, it's All this right. coffee brand by like someone I don't even like. Um, who? Shannon Leto. Okay, I can't even do this right now. <laughs> I can't be referring to anybody related to Jared Leto. I can't believe this. Wait, I are we actually rolling right now? We are now? rolling right now. Oh, we, we'll like cut into this as we, you know, whatever. Which I don't we, actually which means like we him. Won't I don't it. give a fuck. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, I, wait. I didn't have enough coffee. You didn't have enough coffee. We've already done the... I've already yeah. All, they're, they're all... yeah, I know. We sound so much better now because I can hear it in my ears. Oh, I It's can't. like better than natural even. God, your voice is so intense. I know. It's you're, great, you're, right? This is exactly what I need. <laughs> Aristotle's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Alexi just came. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. All right. So... Oh, you have a visitor. We've got mail coming in. It's a, it's hip hat happening here at uh, it really is. <laughs> Nerdist. We're Look doing a place. podcast. This is awesome. All right. So, yeah. How do we meet? I've never been in the comic book store before. Are you serious? Am I, oh my do god! Do I get kicked off the network right now? Kind of a bit. I can't believe it. Okay. Uh-huh. So here's the thing. It's odd that you're here because uh-huh. I'll tell uh-huh. you why. Uh-huh. It's odd that we're even friends. Yep. 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 And yep. I, yep. And it's because. You're chewing gum. On, I am chewing on gum. My I podcast. shouldn't be. I shouldn't you shouldn't be. be. You're, it was you're, for. You're, re- oh, hold on. You're about to. You're wearing headphones. You're walking away from the from the mic. Nope. Nope. Oh, we're all good. We're all good. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> by the way, I've lit Palo Santo to clear the vibe of the room. What is that? Which may have been better before the vibe we're bringing into it. Uh, yeah. Palo Santo is like this. It's like sage, but like oh. cooler. It smells good. It smells like mint. Give it a give it a gander. Why don't you? Um, okay. Okay. That's really something. So. Let me show you how I prepare it. I didn't know you were such a hippie. I have notes. I'm not a hippie. I'm not a hippie. Let me show you what I brought. I mean, that's some hippie bullshit right there. Just let me show you what I brought. Look, I took... uh, Wait, am I allowed to swear? Yeah, of course. Okay. I took Neuromax. This is like for my brain. This is Uh, Ginkgo. uh, uh, It's uh, it's advanced brain support for cognitive mm -hmm, function. mm -hmm, This mm -hmm. is the only podcast I've done so far where I've taken... Vitamins for cognitive function. So this is... You should be flattered. Good. (laughs) I actually can't... I, I am kind of flattered. Um, all right. Okay. 
So here's something I think is interesting. Do you mm-hmm. mind that we're just going right into this? You this jump into happening. whatever you want. So here's why I think this is interesting because I feel like a modern thing. Like this, mm-hmm. this like goes back to like our friendship and how we know each other mm-hmm. because we we've only like hung out in person maybe like three times, right? That's probably true. Yeah. But we have. But we've podcasted. We've podcasted once. We did yep, your podcast, yep, yep. which is called None Taken. None Taken, yeah. As an offense, because you just you, you just want to go there. A friend right? of mine, yes, I totally do. But a friend of mine last night was joking at dinner, um, or maybe he actually thought it was it that. It better have been funny. Okay. Well, he, that it was N-U-N. None Taken? Yeah. You got to lose that friend. It's kind of funny. Oh, my God. This is the, listen. <laughs> it cracked me up at least. Sorry. Oh. Maybe it's not that funny. Maybe it's not that funny. It was funny to me. It's not, but it was to you. And that's all. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, well, I just I'm never a, thought of it that way. I'm in a weird mood. It was a full moon two days ago. I think Aristotle's I mean, in a mood. We're all, I'm in a mood. You got to be some kind of man to take down a nun. You know what I mean? They don't even, like, the, you are beating God and Jesus. Here's where I want to take this conversation. All right? that ass. Here, oh my God. Are you a bro? Did I just, you're <laughs> totally. a bit bro right? Yeah, 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 what yeah. does bro mean? Like, this is, okay, you know what this is? Uh-huh, you know what this podcast uh-huh, is? Uh-huh. Let, me, let me reframe okay. what today is. Yeah. Because I like you a lot. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. have this like bizarro uh, internet texting friendship where it's kind of started hot. on. F- no, stop it. Okay, oh. it started on Facebook. So it start- Don't look to Aristotle like he's going <laughs> to save you. Every every male guest so far, I've had two. You're the uh-huh. second one. Looks, They all look to Aristotle like he's going to be uh, like, yeah, bro, fuck her, that bitch. I heard him chuckle, man. What do you want me to do? I was like, all right, I got my support back there. Anyway, oh my God. Men and women just hate each other, I think. That's what no, it is. No, they love right? each other so much. Do they? Aristotle's nodding or yeah. just chuckling no, about I the lo- storm. No, I love women. Okay. Let me just take charge of my own goddamn podcast here. Oh, sorry, here. that's right. It's not mine. Here is what I'm thinking. Uh-huh. You and I have this relationship that's kind of this modern relationship I'm sure a lot of people listening can relate to where it's like you have intense text uh, exchanges and mm-hmm. uh, Facebook exchanges or whatever, DM exchanges with somebody you don't know very well because there's this like freedom to kind of be really open and honest with this person like that's just in the ether mm-hmm. that's paying attention to you and you can have this back and forth honest uh thing happening like exchange do you have that with a lot of girls because i don't know how that started with uh, us i mean i don't know i'm just i'm like i feel like i'm constantly connected oh, um, no, no 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 i mean just i like yeah, when i'm when i'm writing i'm on the computer all day yeah you're a and writer so, you're a podcaster yeah, and but you, you facebook up a storm you are, I do i'm, I'm talks, fantastic online well you really are but you talk so much shit about everything about people getting so enraged uh, on social media mm-hmm. right wait and no yet, well maybe that's not what you talk about but no i don't yeah not really that okay okay that's not no what you i just about. basically you're just very like live to on be, facebook yeah i i i like to subvert a lot of like what people take for granted about la and i think what they don't like about it and i think by the way while those people are disliking la they're also doing things that make their experience here worse and harder and i think that it's really dumb to do that shit it's la exclusive uh, because you work well, in, I mean, yeah, because you work in I nightlife. So. You, I feel like you meet a lot of yeah. people because you you not only do you have your podcast, you're right, a writer, right, you have right. a podcast. I've worked in nightlife for ten years. You've worked in nightlife for ten years. Yeah. So the people you are uh, speaking uh, to, oh, or who are these people? Well, that's not. It's not only the people I'm speaking to. I mean, it's you know a few thousand, four thousand, five thousand people in Los Angeles who are of. A relatively similar demographic. I mean, all of that, I admit. Like, okay. I am seeing a relatively small portion of the population. And every now and then I have to, like, yeah. remind myself that uh, not everybody's dumb as fuck. But, uh... So you're alive and doing it on Facebook. But this is yeah. this is what I want to no, say. No, it's not. I mean, it's not Facebook. It's everywhere. It's all the platforms. It's all the platforms. But here's... But I'll the, also do it in person. But I'm bringing this uh, back to us uh-huh. because, like... 
you and me hanging out, I just feel like you know mm-hmm. I've got my intense haircut. I uh, wear your haircut's black. not that intense. I think it's kind of intense. And how you got your you little take... alien thing going on, Don't which is a little that... intense. But... Yeah. So yeah. I feel like when I'm in a comic book store, I've uh-huh. been coming here since I was like I've been coming to like going to Golden Apple and comic book stores since I was really little, and I feel like I'm just like this. I don't know. I feel a certain way, like mm-hmm. weirdo kid. That's mm-hmm. what, how I see myself. Okay. You are a handsome, good-looking guy who Thank works you. in nightlife. That's so sweet. Who's a bit broy, and I want to explore the word broy. Yeah, that's fine. So, so you said that you were. You agree with me for a second about certain things. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me just get this together. Yeah, um, thank you. She's still too hot. I'm sure of it. Um, it's just that our friendship mm-hmm. is a unique one. Yes. Because we are different and yet very True. similar, and we have this uh, rapport that we have via just mainly text. Like I will go to you. I will talk to Chris. I will text Chris out of the blue if I'm spiraling over a guy or I'm having like intense feelings about something. So he will give me like advice, like a big mm-hmm. brother, just some kind of like you know, masculine advice, whatever the fuck that means. So I want you to represent on this podcast today that we're doing, uh, I'm just going to uh, make you just like the voice of all men. Great. Or, by the way, what is I would actually be a perfect representative for all men. Okay, well, don't don't agree with me so intensely, okay? okay? Just like have a, (laughs) don't be so ready to take this uh, (laughs) responsibility. But tell me though first, if I call you broy, is that mm-hmm. an insult? What does that mean? Because you agree, and then you're like, "Wait, no, I'm not." That. I think that people use it as a pejorative, but for I mean, what does it mean though? What does it I, mean? I guess they mean like the dude who's like in some t-shirt with a logo on it at a fucking sports bar, and he's got light colored jeans and maybe flip flops on, and he's got like a baseball hat with the brim like really folded, and he probably is really into like sports and Limp Biscuit. Yeah, totally. That was exactly where I was going to really? go. Is the music? Yeah. Is Fred Durst in Limp Biscuit? Yes, that is Limp Biscuit. That is Limp Biscuit. Oh, weird. Can I make fun of Limp Biscuit? If you want, I mean, God, I, I know, but I, you know, people in this town get so mad when you make fun of some shit that they like. I think if you or make like fun- somebody they know, nobody who's listening I- to this or anybody I want listening to the show does not like Limp Biscuit. Okay, Limp Biscuit is the worst band that ever. Are they? Because I just matched with Fred Durst on Raya. Holy but I have to cut that out. Shit. I have to cut, <laughs> cut that out. Why? No, God, we can leave because I don't want that to be on. Like, but like he's on Raya, so is John Cusack. Oh, yeah, you're not supposed to say who's on there. Yeah, so listen. Yeah, I had a really interesting one this weekend, but we don't have to talk about it. Let's have a moment of silence, and then we'll launch in so we can do the cut. Did you go on a date this weekend? No. No, I meant conversation. Oh, what? Oh, on a date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can skip that. But wait, wait, wait. Let's get into the what? Who are you dating? I'm not dating anybody. How tall are you? 5'10". How big is your private? 5'10". Do you have a six-pack? Not really. An eight pack. Yeah. Uh, how can women find you? Everywhere. Online. Yeah, totally. Where are you in real life? Whole Foods or Trader Joe's? Neither. Why? Who does I your shopping? I fucking hate grocery grocery shopping. Who does it? You, know, you need a girlfriend then. Yeah. Oh no god, shit. I did not just. Say. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. What were you getting back? Yeah. To? No, I hate going grocery shopping. Uh, Trader Joe's rather than Whole Foods because there's no Whole Foods on the east side. All right. You live in Beechwood. That's not really the east side. I don't live in Beechwood at all. Oh. I actually do live on Sorry. the east side. <laughs> I live in Silver Lake. Do you? Yes. I just don't know anymore. Well, Los Feliz Silver Lake. It's like right on the border. The other day, somebody I heard somebody say Los Feliz, and I was like, relax. It's not even that. It's not Los Feliz. It's Los Feliz, Sepul- right? Sepulveda. It's, but I'm just saying, like, people say you're supposed to pronounce it that way, but it's actually not. Like, well, I understand. we're culturally appropriating that word. I don't think so, because I think this is the larger conversation that I can't get into because my cognitive behavioral uh, neuromax pills not are not kicked yet. in. Yeah, I'm not You got to turn that though. shit up to a 10. I got to turn that shit up. So you're single. Yes. Um, 
We're bouncing around a lot from a lot of different topics. Yes. Where do you want to start? You want to really get into it with your with your questions and me representing men, or do you want to talk about my personal life or what? I mean, I want to talk about all of that. Okay, let's do it. How do we meet? I don't know. You don't know. I mean, probably on Facebook, right? Okay. I must have seen you through friends on there. I probably added you. I add people all the time because it helps my it helps nightlife stuff. It just does. It helps nightlife stuff. Yeah. And it has for many years. Uh, every source of every source of new connection that I can make within a certain demographic is helpful for nightlife. Um, how did you get into nightlife? I actually used to throw parties. I was waiting tables at Pache in Laurel Canyon. Oh, you were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, I, when how long has that place been there for? That's for, forever. It's a classic. Years, probably. Fifteen years. I bet. Okay. It was open a few years before I started there. Okay, so I was about to go to law school. Do you know any of this? No. Tell me about you. Who are you? Uh, you Who no, you are you? No Listen, take the baseball cap off. Let me just. Uh, oh, my hair's I, fucking. My hair's actually great today. All right. Let's see your. Let's see. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> My hair is so good. Let me take off who um, I think you are. Okay. Let me take off these mm-hmm. like glasses. They're just blocking me from mm-hmm. seeing the real mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And then tell me who you are. Okay. So I, uh, I had a full scholarship to go to law school and was about to start. And about a month before that, realized I did not want to do that because I was in a band. I was in a hardcore band, and I wanted to just keep playing music. And I always, drummer? I was a drummer growing up, oh, but I was a God. singer at that point. Okay. Um, oh, thank God. No, thank God. I love she drummers. Came again. Um, Stop it. All right. <laughs> Um, I'll let you know. It's too sensitive right now. No. It's 11 a.m. It's 11 a.m. on a, on a Wednesday. All right? I mean, um, I have lit a candle, though. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't Wait, know. there's a candle? Oh, yeah, yeah there is a candle. I'm trying to create a mood. What is that called? A, uh, a tea light? Gonna, tea light. Let's, I don't want to make Aristotle. I learned that at like, Ikea. Produce, I don't want Aristotle have to, to cut too many things out of this podcast. Oh, shit. Like the boring uh, tea light detail. I hope that he doesn't cut anything out. The tea light is not boring. So you're gonna you're yeah. In, so I was what, gonna go to law school. What town? Where are you living? Where was I living at this point? Yeah. I uh, I I well at the point right before I was gonna go to law school, I was back at my parents' house for a few months in upstate New York. Okay. Yeah. What's but cool? before that, I was in. Uh, oh my god! I think that it's like blistering my my lip burn. As long as it's not. A cold sore? A cold sore, which is Zero fine. of those for me Most ever. people have those. It's totally fine. Let's just, just announce that I do not have either type of herpes. Okay. But just, just to be safe, like, don't touch the mic with your lips. I would never. Okay. Um, so you're in New York. Yeah. I had been down in the city. Then I got a job for ESPN. I went to Connecticut, which is the most boring place in the fucking world. What were you doing at ESPN? I was, like, actually the first person to um, run the real-time scoring that appeared on the bottom line of ESPN News. It was, like, when they first started real-time. Like, yeah. this is right... Uh, I was in the city the summer before 9-11, and then right after, I was up in Connecticut. Okay. Um, it was literally that, like, a week before that, that I moved out of the city like on the way to Connecticut, but then that kind of shut down the whole program. So I had to wait a couple more weeks to, yeah. And then I worked at ESPN for a little while in Bristol, Connecticut, which was, I mean, I love ESPN, but it was a terrible, boring experience. I was working like 70 hours a week watching sports. And the only way to make it entertaining at that point, even with as much as I love sports was to start betting on it. I was so, just going to say gambling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So how old are you at that point? You're uh, like... I would have been 20, <clears throat> 22, 23. Okay. So how do you end up at Pache waiting tables before your foray into nightlife? Okay. So, oh yeah, I got to speed this up. This, I mean, this conversation is, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm floating like that spaceman. Oh man. Um, All right. Keep going. Yeah. Take so, so whatever. I, 
at at the point where I was about to start law school, I realized I didn't want to go back to school for three more years and pay for room and board and do all that shit and have more college debt. So I moved out here to fucking play in bands and I just started waiting tables. Yeah. That was it. So I did that for like four and a half years, started throwing parties at my house with a bunch of my friends out here. Where? In the canyon? No, no. This was at, uh, it was in Sherman Oaks. It was like me and Chris D'Elia and uh, my buddy Ashton Holmes, who I grew up with. And now we're getting somewhere, dropping yeah. some names. Totally. Okay. <laughs> no, but it's it's like really, this is how the whole story of how it all came together. I'm I just mean, fucking, I know, I love this. This is great. And honestly, like all those friends have been such a part of like doing LA nightlife because if a bunch of my friends hadn't got famous, my job would be way harder. Oh man. Well, so wait, you're in Sherman Oaks. You're with Chris. Yeah. We used then- to throw these big house parties. One day, a promoter came to one of the parties and was like, "Hey, do you think you could do this?" Like at a club, and I was like, I don't fucking know. But so then all of a sudden, I was making making like way more money than waiting tables, and I was like, Yeah, all right, fine, I'll do this for a while. How I mean, were there a lot of drugs involved in this business? Like I don't, I've never done cocaine in my life. Really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So no, there's no drugs. Have never been a part of it. I mean, other people do drugs, but other people do drugs. I do love mushrooms. You heard it here first. I've never done mushrooms. Do I have to do mushrooms? Oh my god! Yes. Do you, do you think? Because I, I what was I reading? I was reading something where it's like, oh, it's like pressing a reset button in your brain. <laughs> I would, um, I, people get really dramatic when they're talking about it like that. They and do? I don't think it's that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, pressing button. a reset button I mean, in your brain. Come on. I like my but, brain. But in a lot of ways, like it really does, um, change your perspective on a bunch of important things. I don't know. It's just kind of more than pressing a reset button. You know, like w- when you pump up like Reebok pumps back in the day, you would like pump up the, the <sighs> my tongue. My dad never got me a pair of Reebok pumps. But you know, friends that had them. Yeah, I do. And so then there's that little button next to the basketball <laughs> that goes <laughs> and, that's and all the my, air goes out. That's what mushrooms will yeah, do to my brain. Like that, yeah. What if I? How could it change me where I'd, I might never be the same? In a bad way, you mean? Yeah. No, it's not really like that. Aristotle, have you done mushrooms? Why not? You would have to do. You yeah, would, he shrugged. He doesn't know. You would have to do. Um, you would have to overdose on mushrooms and also be in a really bad place for yourself to to have that sort of experience. Okay. Like mushrooms are just a mirror. You know, there's oh. nothing. The, seriously I can't even handle myself in a normal mirror <laughs> I don't want to fucking look at myself via like a there's mushroom just, mirror there's just nothing like in that drug that's going to present you with things that aren't already a part of your mental makeup or part of the world around you okay like there's only those two things so you're it's not, not so like out you, of control you're not so, you don't you feel can out of be. control you okay. totally can be and also your thoughts can be out of control if you take too much like that's the hard part of it it okay. can be very scary alright but if you're like with somebody that you trust if you're in a safe environment and you like don't overdose then it's totally do you know that i feel productive. like my entire goal of being in a relationship uh-huh. like is to find somebody i feel comfortable enough to do mushrooms with Maybe you can do it anytime i don't want to do mushrooms <laughs> with you we're not there i'm yet. a great i'm like a fucking shaman are you yeah i'm great can, to do can mushrooms you be with. a self-professed shaman though no. Oh, yes, that's the only way you can be a shaman. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, wait, why are you? Or a, or a hashtag healer. Oh Jesus! Oh, why are you not dating anyone? Because I don't want to be. You don't want to. Haven't be. we discussed this before? I know, but now we're on yeah, my yeah, podcast on discussing podcast. it. Go, okay, okay, so we can, we can, people can uh, jump over to your podcast and yeah, Untaken and listen yeah, to my yeah, episode. Yeah. The best they one, should. probably. It's probably great. Is it really? No, it's really good. Oh, thank yeah. you very much. And you've had who else have you had on there? So like, many people. Who? Neil Morin. How do you say his that's name? That's Brent. Brent Morin. Brent Morin, Chris D'Elia, uh, Mark Foster from Foster the People. That was awesome. Mark? Allison Hayslip, who's very, who's a friend of the Nerdist Network. Okay. Um, Camilla well, Cleese, who's I'll, a comedian. She's fantastic. I want to be friends with these Kate people. Town. Okay. You should be friends with all of them. You can have them all in. All right. Just as long as I schedule them first, you know, you can have sloppy seconds. Well, you've already had them. So, yes, I will gladly take your sloppy seconds. <laughs> um, well, who was the last girl you dated? I know we're like. What does dating mean? 
I mean, who? Like, you have to classify the word dating. Hmm. You know, because there are a lot of different levels. Who was the last relationship I was in? Who was the last? Did you sleep like, with a girl last night? No. You didn't. No. Why not? What happened? Uh, Eureka booze. Not, you rolled yeah. in here. You pop an Adderall. My, Adderall before my show. Fuck yeah! I, I had to wake up. I know. Um, but I'm very focused right now. My last guest or two guests ago, Carly, I think like took it, took a Ritalin. No, what'd she take? She took like Ritalin. Ritalin's like so 1996. Whatever. Well, she's very cool and, yeah. uh, you know, and vintage. <laughs> she's <laughs> vintage. hip, you know? Uh, like, but, like Oatsy? Like, what's that mean? Oatsy? You know, like the fucking... Uh, Holland Oats? Uh, no, 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 no. Like, she's <laughs> like granola. No, she's chic. She's New York. She's uh-huh. New York chic and cool. I like that. But uh, okay, wait. Yeah. So what are we you're, talking you're about? You're throwing parties in Sherman Oaks. Wait, we were on a different subject. I know, and we're gonna get to the okay. dating. We're gonna right, like right, we're right, gonna right, take right, us right, full right. circle to 2016 or okay, whenever anybody's okay. listening to the show. Um, so and, yeah, so I started throwing parties. Started started throwing parties. In the nightlife thing, yeah. And what do you love about that? Like, what are the horror what do I love stories? About it? Yeah, it I don't a, necessarily love anything about it. Oh, the money though is good, right? I mean, yeah, it's a decent way to make a living. That's it. I don't think of it any differently than I thought of um, waiting tables. I go to work, I get paid, yeah. I go home and focus on other things. What about the type of girls you meet at the clubs? <sighs> oh, um, I don't go out anymore. I don't know, man. Everybody's so quick to like... Uh, kind of lump everybody that goes out into one sort You're of thing so right. but you can you can meet you can meet the best girl in the world at a club because she's there with her friends at her friend's birthday yeah and they're all having a great time for one night and then That's she might true. not go out again for a year like it's just so hard to to say oh this is the type of person that does this i mean certainly there are like stereotypes that do fit and generalizations those aren't unreal and they're not unfair but it's yeah. just like not everybody's like that you know and i've always just tried to build communities at places where i can actually be around people that i enjoy rather than like hearing terrible music pounding in my ear with a bunch of idiots yeah so well have you ever met a girlfriend at a club um my first long-term girlfriend in los angeles i met at sky bar one night while sky i was throwing bar. an event this is like in 2007 this so. is hilarious 2006 maybe sky yeah. bar yeah. 2006 yeah. it was a long time ago i feel like mm-hmm. um you have a lot of things you want to tell me about how the world goes or how dating i'll tell be you whatever you want no i feel like you already know because i remember my last yeah. time i like text spiraled <clears throat> I, last yeah. time i had a text crazy spiral uh well, I mean, maybe a, a few text spirals ago when I, when I reached out to you. Where I, I love I, your spiral word. Because it, it's, so, it's the craziest thing because yeah. I'll, like, I'll be having like an internal meltdown and then I'll just like text like seven of my closest friends. But like you're one of them. We're not like super close, but I have like looked to you like, yeah. like, like this male voice. Who's gonna, well, I'm like, also not going to – yeah, I'm not going to fucking pull any punches. And, yeah. yeah, and you don't and then I get mad and then I get mad at you and I'm like, why are yeah. you being so mean to me? I can't believe it. I think one of the texts was – And I'm uh, like, because you need to hear this shit. Uh, well, one time – and I think I've talked about this too much on this podcast. Was uh, as how I, I accidentally opened up Instagram. I've talked about this way too much. Yes. I got to stop talking about it. But whatever. Mm-hmm. But I opened up Instagram. I saw that a guy that I was dating had liked all these like very very fucking risque pictures, and I was like, ah, oh, why did I see this? I wish I didn't see it. I can't unsee it. And then I was like, what do I do? Because I couldn't bring it up with him because I'd look like a lunatic. And what did you say to me? What was I your said advice? you are a lunatic because you shouldn't press the following tab in the fucking first place. I didn't mean to. It was a mistake. Then unpress it immediately. Press the news tab. But I already saw. This is just going out to everybody. Do not ever press the following tab, you fucking psycho. I know. By the way, then I started looking at what you were liking. And I was like, I I can't believe it. Of course you're going to be on that dude's side. Look at all the fucking scantily scantily clad photos. I was like, oh my God. Totally. I was like, Chris Paul's like, and what now? I can't believe it. Yeah, man. Um, 
Yeah, but what else do I need to know about men in general and how, I, how I'm a nutcase? I mean, do you have any questions that you'd like to know the I answer mean, to? I guess I do. Have Wait, you ever... do you want to talk about bro first? I want to talk about why you might be called bro and what the word bro means, if it's an insult, if it's a not like, you well, know. Well, I mean, I'm a guy's guy. I like sports. Yeah. I like drinking with my friends. I have, I'm completely like unashamed of all that stuff. So yeah. that might be considered bro I also fuck, I'm a huge well, I can't say it here. But I I could say it in a normal realm. Yeah. But like, I was gonna say I'm a huge video game dork. I've played video games all my life. But yeah. here, I don't think that I probably race to that level. Oh. You know what I mean? Well, you like video like, games. I like comic books. I don't. Yeah. You know. Just say it. Just yeah. Say what you want to say. Yeah. Um. Okay. But I do love video games and play them way too much. So it's not like everything I do is broy. But. Growing means meathead, though, right? Is that the same? It kind of is the yeah. It's kind of that thing, like the what people think of as like the uh, you know stereotypical frat guy model kind of thing. And so you are not that. Uh, well, I was actually a president of a fraternity, so, I'm so I mean, I could be that. You're too. like a weird crossover. Yeah, you like dip your toe in all different. Uh, My toe has been in so many things. I don't want to know. <laughs> I have. You, have you read Sex at Dawn? Uh, no, but I've listened to Chris Ryan on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Me a bunch. too. I have too. And I bought the book. I bought like the audio mm-hmm. audio version of the book, but I can't stand the narrator's voice because I thought it was. It's gonna, not him. It was. It says it was. It was read by Christopher Ryan, but he only comes in here and there. Oh, like in that's spurt. so annoying. And then the lady just reads it like a robot and such a dork. And I'm like, fuck, I can't get into this. Yeah, but that what sucks. I, but what I want to know is because I had Neil Strauss on the show, mm-hmm. and uh, I actually texted you after that interview because I was like, oh, that's right. About that. He's like the mystery guy or whatever. No, he's not mystery, but he oh. infiltrated like a group of uh, of. Mm, Lothario like dating people and he learned uh-huh. all about that and he wrote the game and then he afterwards he like got healthy and figured himself out. Oh so he, he wasn't mystery though. He wasn't mystery. Okay. Mystery is somebody else and then after he wrote the game years and years later to work through all his like weird bullshit and issues with his mom and his family he wrote this book recently called The Truth mm-hmm. which like I fucking actually really love because oh. it's, it's like I talked about this last last week on the show with him but uh it just talks all about like enmeshment and relationships with your parents and like like what kind of relationship did you have with your mom? I love both my parents. They're still together. But it's great. for a man, his relationship with his mom, is that's a primary relationship that like mm-hmm. dictates kind of like how you're going to be with women or whoever mm-hmm. you're dating. And then for a woman, it's like what her relationship is with her father that kind of dictates how she's going to be with right. with people. Uh, you know, but uh, but you have a healthy relationship with your mom. Mm-hmm. It's all good. It's not enmeshed where she didn't come on too strong and like kind of stifle you or anything. No. Oh my God. No, my mom's always been, uh, like I have two brothers too. She's always been really happy when we are, do what we want. I mean, in terms of like if we bring a girlfriend home or something like that, she's like, if you're happy, I'm happy. I don't care. Well, lucky you. Yeah, she's it great. Was, it wasn't like that for me. And I'm also not a mama's boy. I don't, I mean, I talk to her like every six weeks or something. Oh man. So you're yeah. like healthy. I gotta I, start I mean, dating bros. So. I'm just I'm fucking with you. Just, okay, listen, you. It's no. so unfair. Well, so then, and then uh, Neil, in this book, The Truth, mm-hmm. he, he talks, there's like this word, where, uh, whatever, we talk, he talks about his relationship with his parents, and then he talks about this phrase called uh, emotional incest, where you're, when you're like too close to uh, your primary caregiver, in my case, it's my father, in his case, it's his mom. And I read this book, and it kind of like showed me and what I experienced to me, like his mm-hmm. book showed me to me or whatever. I burst into tears, and I actually went to my like, I don't know why I'm telling you all these details, but I just want to. I love them. Uh I actually went to my therapist's office with Neil's book and was like, "Wait, am I the victim of this, or was I in an was I in an in, 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 in enmeshed relationship with my father?" And my therapist was like, 
oh, yeah, that's exactly what you went through. And I was like, well, why didn't you tell me? Why did I have to read this book? I can't believe I've been coming here for five years. Yeah, I know. I was like, this, like, this book only costs $20. I know. I actually got it for free from Neil. But uh, oh, anyway. Oh, look at that. So you got a free book that <laughs> I went made like up for $75,000 worth of therapy. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. But um, what the hell was the point of me talking about that? Oh, so after Neil mm-hmm. came in, I spiraled because I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like it ended. Like, he and nagged me. you did text me. me that day, too. And I totally spiraled. Yeah. And you were like, fuck that guy. But then I listened back to the podcast. And I was like, actually, it was all in my head. I'm a nutcase. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. And, okay. And I mean, he, I don't know that guy. I thought he was mystery when you told me that. No, he's not. And then you said that. And I was like, I don't feel like explaining right yeah, now. Yeah, because we used to... Uh, yeah, those dudes, we didn't even let them into clubs back in the day. Oh, you didn't? No. Mystery, it was the would, cheesy, mi- mystery and Matador. Mystery would try to get into... Who's Matador? His fucking sidekick. Really? Yeah, he's this really swarthy, like, big kind of... I don't know if he's... Maybe he's Greek or something. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, they were just so cheesy. Like the fucking leather armband with the studs on it. Oh my God. And like a necklace and like a fucking leather vest with no shirt on. It was just the corniest shit ever. Well, now Neil's married. He's got kids. Whatever. Congratulations to him. Um, I'm sure he's a nice guy. But I've been trying to read Sex at Dawn because, Mm -hmm. oh. And because, but do you know what the main point of, uh, because when I was researching Neil and I was just trying to get into Christopher Ryan and all that Mm -hmm. shit. And I couldn't listen to this audiobook, this Sex at Dawn audiobook. So what is the main takeaway of that book? I feel like you will know. I haven't I haven't What's, read it, but uh like the gist of it, I feel like, since you've heard him speak. I think many- that he just is kind of searching back into the untold story of human sexuality and how it affects other things. I mean, I, that's where I feel like he's coming from. I haven't read the book, so I, know, I like I feel like, it's feel like, like I'm speaking from a place of ignorance. Yeah, me too. I just feel like the it, it's his way of saying like it's okay that we like want other stuff that, oh, that yeah, monogamy that doesn't definitely. work. But, but I also feel like that's kind of an excuse because I feel like we have are, you know, we've evolved and we make choices and it's like it's like whatever we choose for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And all that matters is when you're in a relationship, as long as the two people in a relationship are on the same page and yeah. like communicating, that's all that matters. If they mm-hmm. want to be in an open relationship, cool. If they're both agreeing to monogamy, cool. But if one person's going to lie about it, then that's fucked up, you know? Totally agree with that. And, uh, but yeah, are you not in a monogamy? Um, no, I have no problem with monogamy when it is working. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think the most important thing is that the person is being true to what they want. Like forced monogamy is not good. A forced, What's forced a, monogamy? What's forced? If, if you're a person that shouldn't be in a monogamous relationship, but you feel like you have to be to not lose the person or but that's not to have companionship or that's, whatever. That's I don't, not forced monogamy? I don't mean, it's, oh, I don't no. mean an outer force. No, no, I mean, no, no, no. I get yeah. it. But that, that's like somebody being a people pleaser. And not being able to communicate and right. say like, oh, this isn't working for me and stepping sure. up to it because it's so hard. The bottom line is it's so hard for people to communicate, you know? Well, what if you really want to be with the person that you're with? But they, but you know but, you'll lose them if you can't agree yeah. to their terms. Well, yeah. that, that you have to take a chance. Or if you don't even want to be with other people, but it feels natu- uh, unnatural to be constricted like that. Oh, you know what I mean? This is good. This actually leads me to, I got an email and this mm-hmm. will be good. Do you mind if we uh, no, throw? No. Okay. So somebody sent in this email. Um, asking for advice, and I feel okay. like you're just oh, yeah. you're cool. just the man to give it. All right, I love advice. I I wish I had emails that I could give people just, advice. I'm I mean, so, this is I'll just yeah. start forwarding them to you. Bring it. All right, she writes, Alexi. Uh, this is a girl emailing me. Let me start off by saying that I am a smart, independent woman, and I love needing a man. I'm at a point in my life where my career goals have taken priority over everything else, which I feel very fortunate and happy about. But this has brought me to a very confusing crossroads. I'm currently dating a man who is extremely attractive, makes good money, knows how to take me 
out to upscale restaurants in LA and order <laughs> and order for me in a good way. I know what she's talking about. That's awesome. I like okay. this shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he always orders. Just, I'm glad that the rest of the sentence continued. So I it know. was like he knows how to take me out to nice restaurants and order for and me. Order for yes, me in, got a, it. in a good Which way. Which is different than he knows how to take me out to nice restaurants. Yeah, and then leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, she goes uh, in a good way. He always orders sparkling water. Always goes down on me without asking. Good boy. And always texts me to see if I made it home safe. Uh, made it to work on time, etc. Also, he's not a douchebag scenester. Also, he likes to dance at dive bars and have fun. But, and here's the problem, he doesn't want to be in a relationship, a.k.a. he doesn't like me enough, I'm not the one, He's wa- I'm wasting my time, he's wasting his time, fun is pointless if love is not a possibility, he has bad taste if he can't see that I'm a total gem, etc., etc., etc. So those are all her okay. rationales. Hold on, I'm going to finish oh. one thing, it's almost over. The way, quote unquote, the way things should be, uh, the, the side of me that, that says uh, the way things should be says that I'm making a fool out of myself if I spend time with a man who isn't completely infatuated with me mm-hmm. and says he doesn't want a relationship. Reality me is telling me that I don't have time or a need or even the emotional capacity for a relationship anyway. Which one of the me's is right? Uh, sincerely, whatever her name is. So she's just... She's having a great time with them. First of all, is she talking about me? Exactly what I was thinking. Because, <laughs> by the way, in the going down on girls things mm-hmm. without having to ask, that is a real thing because I feel like so many guys. Dude, you I, can t- you can I love going down on girls. Well, listen, where can we find you on Twitter and Facebook? LA Chris Paul on, on Instagram. Very cool. No, Chris Paul on Instagram listen, Twitter's I'll, I'm the Arbiter. But you're probably going to get offended by me I'll at let that it. point. No, no, no. Okay, People listen. People are such sensitive babies now. So, it's true. We'll talk about that, too. Okay. Um, so... She's having a great time. He doesn't want to do the label thing. I've run right. into that before with guys. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard thing to like, because when I'm in love with someone, I want, I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to do this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not scared of the label. Right. I'm usually the one who's like backing away from a label. What advice would you give to this girl who's offended by him not wanting to fully embrace the thing? Can you open that email for me? Because there's three parts of that that I want to address. And I can't remember the first one. Yes. But I know the second ones. All right. Um, wait. Oh, the first one is she says she likes needing a relationship. Is that what she said? She, likes needing a man? Uh, like she's, I think she's she's uh, tapping into her femininity, her old school femininity by saying, okay. I, I love, she's a, what she said was she's a smart, independent woman. Right, right. And I also love needing a man. Okay. So she's totally into career. Needing is such a strange word to use. Well, I feel like, oh, I'm going to quote, uh, Ava like wanting to need something is almost like oxymoronic. You know what I mean? I get that. Okay, go I'm ahead. gonna bring in a new quote. That, yeah. uh, Ava Mendez once said, <laughs> "I still am afraid to drink that." Sorry. Go ahead, uh, Ava uh, Mendez. He's referring to his coffee. Um, Ava Mendez once said on an episode of Chelsea Lately, uh, she said she likes belonging to a man. Yes, and I, I and I agree with that because I do all my shit. I pay all my bills. Blah blah. blah but like at the end of the day, I want to like come home. And I want to know that a dude has like has got me, like got he, he can like support me, uh, not financially necessarily, although that's not a negative. But uh, I mean, right. but you know, I'm already fucking hustling. I want to know that he can, uh, like that he's a rock, that like he's a source a rock, of support, and I can feel safe strength, in his arms. Yes. Doesn't mean I'm not going to try to make him safe in, in my mm-hmm. arms. But anyway, so she's saying that she wants to, she likes, you know, have, right, right, right. No, that part's cool. Okay. Then there was something in the middle, and then there was the very end. Oh, the. I think the thing in the middle was um, her different uh, reasons why the guy might not want to be in a relationship. And that's the most important part, I think, because she's trying to figure out what is wrong with her that he doesn't want to be with her or what is wrong with him that he doesn't want to be with her. It doesn't even – and then she – 
later on asks, wait, the realistic part of me isn't even sure that I want to be in a relationship. Yeah, because also, yeah. And I, okay. I, yeah. So those two things like shouldn't exist in the head at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, like you if think? you're not sure that you should be in a relationship, you shouldn't pretty much. Unless that person is somehow like capable of fixing all your internal bullshit. But nobody can fix your internal bullshit. Well, that's you. not necessarily true. I mean, outside influences will change what that's happens true. in your brain. It is a delicate I mean, dance where you want I'm to be in the middle. Right, right. Well, I'm not saying that like the person is your therapist and like talks you through all your situations, but something about their presence and their influence on you allows you to get out of your own situations. You know what I mean? That yeah. can happen. Well, um, as a guy, though. Right. I mean, and we can't speak for this, dude. And you mm -hmm. are not all men, even though you're on this podcast representing all I men. I am all men. But all men today. Um, I'm also Aristotle. You're also Aristotle. Oh, we should throw I'm, this over. I'm I'm you know, man. I'm going to throw this over to you in a moment, too. Uh, here's the question, because Aristotle stepped out of the room to do God knows what. Uh, probably cocaine. Probably cocaine. I doubt it, though. Um, he said he didn't do mushrooms, so maybe not. Some girl just wrote in, and Chris is wait, wait, uh -huh. we're in the midst of answering this question. Uh, some girl wrote in and said her boyfriend... That she gets along with great. Oh, he's not even really her boyfriend. He doesn't want to be in a relationship. He doesn't want the label. He's a great guy. Sex is great. Treats her well. Checks in on her. Makes sure she gets home safe uh, after a long night. Mm -hmm. Cool guy. Doesn't want a relationship. And, you know, uh, ergo. Mm -hmm. Doesn't want to have the label boyfriend and girlfriend. While you're... Just think about that, Aristotle. What, do you, what, what are your thoughts on that? Is that shitty? Is that a bummer? Get on the mic real quick. Just hop over to the mic. And then, and then Chris is going to launch, launch into the... Uh, but does she want it? She does. Well, she's not sure though, right? Yeah, she even says, but she could just be protecting herself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And are they exclusive? Uh, we don't know, right? Yeah. I didn't get enough information. If she wants to be exclusive and he's not been exclusive. Oh, yeah. That's a whole other. All right. Oh, my God. It's the first time Aristotle's ever gotten on the mic. He's crushing it. This is amazing. <laughs> 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 this is a big date. Bringing up important questions. Yeah. Is he being, is he sleeping with other girls? What were you going to say? Uh, there are lots of reasons why people might not want to be in relationships and it's not always about the other person, even though it sometimes is. It's such a hard fucking thing. You can't know someone else and what they're thinking. You just can't. Uh, unless you ask and have good communication True, going on. True, exactly. She, she needs to like open this up and have an uncomfortable, uncomfortable, potentially uncomfortable conversation yes, with this guy. 100%. Uh, and also, maybe he has an enmeshed relationship, an overbearing mother, <laughs> where he's like, don't stifle me. I can't have the label. It's just too much. Can't we just do what we're doing? She also needs to be prepared to move on if, if she doesn't get the answer she wants. Exactly. And are they having – I was in a situation with a guy uh, where I kept asking him if we were only sleeping with one another mm -hmm. because I was an idiot and I was having mm -hmm. unprotected sex with him, which I feel That's like – awesome. Well, I feel like a lot of people do that, but we all lie about it where yeah. it's like, oh, no, of course we use protection. And it's like, fuck no, you. you. I mean, yeah. I, I try my hardest like, too. You you like did it like for the first 10 minutes or like and the then, first time. And, yeah. and then you just rip it off and you're like, yeah. we got to do this. You're like, we're so familiar now. <laughs> I feel safe with you. <laughs> We've been fucking forever. Oh my God. Um, actually, oh, my father told me this weird thing. Uh, oh, this just got much stranger. Much stranger. He was like, yeah, this is my weird, uh, too close for comfort relationship with my father who did not molest me, by the way. Thank just, God. Just emotional, <clears throat> uh, emotionally. Uh, yeah. He was like, always have sex with the lights on and like examine a guy's private just oh. to make sure there's no weird outbreak or whatever. And I've actually done that, done that before and been like, what's this? And they're like, it's an ingrown hair. Get away from me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. Maybe we will use it, Ghana. <laughs> yeah. Imagine a guy did that to you. I'm fine with it. I'm a monster. Come on. Oh, I made the mistake of shaving everything off my privates one time. And by one time, I That's mean not like two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> and, now it's like, and now it's like growing back. And I'm like, what have I done? Because it's like, you know, you get ingrown hairs. It's not a cool That's look. That's not cool. 
It's not cool. And then it's like two days later, you're like Homer Simpson's face where the beard grows back it right away. So, oh, my God. Have you ever <laughs> seen that tattoo, by the way? No, but I'm just happy I just made a Homer okay. Simpson reference at, at uh, I'm pretty Comics. happy about that, too. <laughs> but if you want to be entertained later and anybody that's listening to this. I hate that we can't get entertained from this podcast. We've got to wait till later to get yes. entertained by something well, else. Well, no, I could entertain you with it by Google. But he's uh, like, yeah, so just check out um, 11 worst vagina tattoos. Oh, my God. What if they all look like my vagina, which isn't tattooed? Uh <laughs> I guess that's not great. Okay, I'll for look you. That, I'll look that up later. But it Good. is very funny so, and also really dark. Yikes! I'm gonna put a pin in that and check it's that a out. It's scary. One time I, I ran into some guy, uh, a friend of mine. He's gay, and I don't know if that really adds to the story and makes me look like homophobic, which I'm not. But I'm just you know setting the stage, painting uh-huh. a picture. Run into oh you know why? Because it wasn't loaded when he was telling me the story. I ran into him at Whole Foods, and he went, "Hey, check out this uh, this website I just found about like." crazy like meaty vaginas or something and he like started showing me all these like pictures of like various vaginas that are like our uncool vaginas or just like fetishized Mm -hmm. vaginas i really had no idea this is where this 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 episode of uh love alexi would go (laughs) taking a wild turn Mm -hmm. uh i'm gonna get us out of here in a moment but um and then my biggest fear was like oh my god what if i access this website and like every vagina just looks like mine Oh, like, and you find out you have a weird vagina? I have, like, a weird, like, puffy, yeah. like, Chloe Kardashian vagina. That, that You know what I mean? You mean, like, Chloe's face or, like... No, Chloe is great. How dare you? Have you seen her vagina? I haven't seen it. No, but she's always talking about it because, uh, not like I watch that show because oh. that's embarrassing. But, oh, yeah, yeah, that would be embarrassing But she gets camel toe a lot and she references it a lot because she has a puffy vagina. And she talks about it on the show and that's why I love her because she's open oh, and real wow. and honest and gritty. Well, I, I mean, somehow I missed... All of that show. <laughs> well, that's but, good. Yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah, I'm not a fan of that vagina. Wait, so what were we? T- oh, so if the guy doesn't want to have the label, it's not even just a label. I mean, it's oh. a, it's. A, go ahead. This is what I was going to mm-hmm. say. I was dating a guy. Mm-hmm. We weren't having protected sex. Mm-hmm. I thought we were boyfriend and girlfriend, but we didn't have the label. So I kept asking him, "Are we the only people sleeping together?" Mm-hmm. And uh, we were. But he was so reticent to like be my boyfriend, or like it was made him so uncomfortable to have to have a conversation. And I was just doing it out of like because mm-hmm. I felt stupid because I was having unprotected sex with this guy I've been dating for like months and months and months. So mm-hmm. that's when the label comes into play, also, where it's like 2016 or. Well, you just conflated two discussions. I mean, like if he's not having sex with anybody else, did you care if he was your boyfriend or not? No, but I want him to want uh, my ego. You want him to want, yeah. Of my course. ego wants him to be yeah. like there's because I still tap into old-timey dysfunctional passion ideas of what i think love is supposed to be where it's like i love you you can't be with anybody else and i'm like who me thank you this is great i was talking about this on my podcast a few weeks ago but like isn't one of the most interesting things about how we perceive relationships that it's almost entirely based on what we see in fucking movies and on television and like what we get through advertising yes like almost like so much of it is Crystalia telling us what's what yeah, on, on various shows does, on NBC. Yeah. <laughs> like so much of it is uh, like runs totally counter to what people actually want if they were honest about what they wanted. You know. Well, here's what I want, and this okay. is this is why you're here. Mm-hmm. I've lit a candle. Mm-hmm. This is like a date. All right. Yeah, Every no, time totally. <laughs> that's what I'm turning. We're this sitting show. across from each other at a beautiful table. It's candled it. <laughs> it's like uh, Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. Aristotle's yeah. been making spaghetti. That's why he keeps dipping in and out of the studio. <laughs> you're <laughs> drinking water. I'm drinking coffee. You're eating vitamins. You're. Uh, I'm a bro. Digesting your uh, Adderall. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, it's digesting me. This is what's true. Uh, that's why I can't do it. Um, this is what I feel like we learn in mm-hmm. advertising and movies and TV shows. You go from 
romanticizing a person. Like, mm-hmm. there's Winnie Cooper. Oh, my God. I love Winnie <laughs> Cooper. I love her. I love her. Then it's like the, the, the pair gets together and it's like, ugh, the old ball and chain. And then uh, the girl, like, sticks a gun to a dude's head and is like, you better marry me. And then yeah. they get married and then, like, the dude's like, oh, fuck her. I hate her. So yep. it goes from, like, childlike enthusiasm to, like, the just worst under thing a red. Yeah. And, like, that's what it is. And, uh, Yeah. But I don't know what I want. Well, I mean, okay. So back to the email, though, and taking that into account, like, I think that, I mean, obviously the guy's probably older than her, you would think, just like this is how Los Angeles generally works, right? She could be milling from New Zealand. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Okay, but anyway, like when a guy gets to a certain point and he's still single, I can say this, I can even personalize it and make it myself because I'll just say how I am. Yeah. Um, Like I'm to the point now like where, uh, and I'm 37, I'm not fucking old, but I'm not like a baby 27 either you yeah. know what i mean like certain ideas that i had about what my personal life was going to be when i was a child have have changed over the years you know i mean my parents got married at 20 my dad was 22 my mom was 21 they started having kids at 26 they had three of us by the time you know they were 31 32 and that's how we grew up like i would have three children and the youngest would be six right now yeah like that's crazy to me yeah you know what i mean and so you grow up in that environment and it's very traditional and you think you're going to follow that path and uh that you'll meet someone in college or shortly after and you'll date and you'll get married and you'll start having kids and that's life that's not how it worked out that's not how you know? I'm, I'm except my parents were never married here's my model okay. at least you have a healthy model yeah, no i do have a healthy model it's but, a miracle yeah, it's yeah. a goddamn miracle yeah. i was born and raised in los angeles like i'm an apartment latchkey kid like in hollywood like founding king's road parents were never married my dad's 30 years older than my mom uh she was like in a weird 80s rock band mm-hmm. called precious metal uh i never went to college I barely got out of high school, made out with my like high school theater teacher like the day of graduation. That's awesome. What hope is there for me? I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but darling, the funny thing is like... I I have the best shot out of all of us. Maybe you do. (laughs) The thing is all... I'm... I'm, This might be going too deep and unnecessarily so, but like... uh, the thing is, every person is only the collection of their experiences. You know what I mean? You're who you're born as. You're your actual DNA. And then you're nurtured. Everything else is nurture. Like everything that happens to you is what makes you who you are. So it doesn't matter. I mean, and I'm not saying this in like some sort of like super positive hippie way. It's just reality. Like you are everything that happened to you. And that's why you are who you are right now. So there's no like... I would be like this if this didn't happen. That yeah. had to happen. There's no other thing that could have happened. I'm looking for my Listerine mint strips <clears throat> because the people pleaser and self-conscious me. I cannot smell your breath. I know, but I can. Which only makes me think that you <laughs> are, still think you smell booze on me. Oh, yeah. You reek of booze. It's I do crazy. not reek of booze. I'm all tapped out. <laughs> <laughs> Help. <laughs> uh, maybe I reek of booze. I have no idea. I can't oh, smell God. myself. Wait a minute. I had friends in from out of town and we had to go to bars. Wait, and dinner I got it. and stuff. We had a long night. <laughs> How many of those do you need? I just took three, even though we were like a, a podcast is auditory, but I've I just never, did like a visual gag where I like I've, had three, uh, three Listerine mint strips. I've never had this flavor. Um, yeah. So anyway, I don't think that you're any necessarily less prepared to be in a productive relationship than anyone else is. Um. Oh God! Can you hear it? it? Yeah. Oh, disgusting. That's us savoring the glory that is Listerine mint strips. Do you know what I was thinking about right now? Eating pussy. Oh, God. You are so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Tell me what you think this means. Okay. I have a a bunch of questions. Mm -hmm. Basically, yeah, this is just you telling me what I want to know about men. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. So, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, who am I supposed to be with? Who do you off the top of your head? Who is my perfect boyfriend? Who do I need to? Who who are you like? Alexi, that quirky, fun, tall, uh, you know, go getter. David Bowie. Oh, exactly. <laughs> but I respect him on too much. Um, and I no. know, I, I know he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yes, I, I get that's that. a. That's the yeah. main. Yes, I get. Um, I don't know who you should be with, darling. No, take a get like a cat. We're having a casual conversation with headphones and a microphone. Tom Hardy. No, he's oh. a he's really. Isn't I, he? No, I mean, I just made that up. Do you know that he's given a guy a blowjob? I didn't know that. Do you think that matters? Because I dated a guy. I don't think it matters at all. It doesn't? Have no. You... Okay, so I dated a guy. Have I? No. Okay. You like said it and then you were like, wait, I don't, I don't know if he's going to want to answer that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just pausing for a moment, yeah. which is something I never do. Um, no, I mean, dude, what, 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 I mean, what does that even mean? He wanted to try something and so he did and then he found out it wasn't for him and now what? He's like gay or a bad person or something? No, no fuck no, no. it. It was just something he did. No, I just think there is a, <clears throat> uh, oh, I dated a guy uh, and, and I asked him uh, again, he told me that he gave a guy a blowjob mm-hmm. and I was, I had no big, it wasn't a big deal to me because I always ask guys that whenever I have like a date, first okay. date, I ask them two questions. Like very casually, I, I uh, set the stage like it's no big deal. They can tell me anything. Did I tell you this already? No, it's just so funny. Like it's thinking about your first date. Like you ask questions like that at dinner, and then you go home with a guy, and he's and... like, "I don't think she likes me." But then all of a sudden, you're like about to get down, and you turn the lights on to like I inspect don't... his fucking junk with a magnifying glass. Don't put everything I've told you in a one date scenario because I'm not saying I do it all the time. You spread the crazy out yeah, over. I do it. spread yeah. it out like a. And, uh, yeah, but I'll be on a date and I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, uh, have you have you ever, like, had sex with a dude? And the guy will be like, no. Um, no, no, no. That's a lot. No. Yeah. And then I'll be like, you've never given the guy a blowjob? No. You've never, um, like, put your privates in a glory hole or whatever? Until, like, some- <laughs> I'll be like, uh, have you ever, like, so, like, I'll do every different variation of, like, experience you could have had with a guy. And every time, like, 99% of the time, the dude will be like, Oh, yeah. I mean, I sucked that dude's dick, but that was like one time in college. But I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I got you. I got you. I knew it. And the other question is, I'll be like, so have you ever uh, have you ever gone to a, a prostitute? Mm. And then a guy will either be like, oh, yeah, or a massage parlor or they'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, I haven't. But I but I want to. I would. And then I like, you know, use that as an excuse to run and be like, he hates women. I don't want this guy to be near you. Well, yeah. Yeah. What do you That's think? What I was going to say initially is as soon as you're asking those questions, you're. Trying to like pre disqualify the guy in some way, but isn't that like what like having eyeballs and like looking at somebody is too? All of it is, I guess. Yeah. Have you but been what, a prostitute? No. But what would? Why the, are you lying to me? Uh, do I look like I'm lying to you? I don't know anymore. I'm I can't not. tell. Who are you? <laughs> okay, okay, no. Um, but why? Like, if you don't care about the answer to that question, I do care about oh, all do? the answers. Yeah. Okay. No, I am gathering information. Right. Uh, I don't mind if like uh. You know, I think it's a double standard that if like a woman, if I had like sex with a girl it's to a hot. guy, it's like, oh, that's fucking yeah, hot. Yeah, that's it's amazing. Hot as fuck, yeah. But if like, do it more. Okay, but uh, if a dude, who did you have sex with? Um, just so I can picture. Just one time, I'm I, had, I had one time threesome. Her face is blank. It's fine. Yeah, totally boring. It was just me being like, <laughs> I don't know. This is like weird. <laughs> you're, you're so soft. I'm sure that's exactly yeah. you in a threesome. <laughs> it was. It was like actually, it was like a twosome, me, like a gruesome twosome, just like oh. me and some girl, and she's she's like, I'm gonna show you what's what, and then she like started like kissing me, and like I was like. 
you're so soft. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm so soft. Because we're girls, our faces are so soft. This I know, is it's just, so great. It was just so mushy, just like mush, mush, mushy faces. Just That's why I like the roughness of like a man's face. Yeah, all right. Yeah, and then she tried to do stuff and then uh, her boyfriend was sitting in a corner. I, 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 I'm done talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's very revealing. Um, the point, oh yeah, but. I'm not done thinking about it just for the record. Okay, but yeah, just like save that for later. Put that in your pocket. Um <laughs> I love that I have you on my podcast uh-huh. just so I can talk at you. Yeah. Um, Bring it. Oh, let me say one more thing about the, the gay thing. Um, you know, I think that that's just basically one of those fear of abandonment kind of things. No. Yes, it is. Because you think, oh. He's going to look he, at every guy. No, 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 no. Just that he might have some, uh, like, unfulfilled internal desire kind of thing that could express itself later that's the best and thing he would find out that he's gay and leave you that's so i i get that yeah oh that's like the, and it's totally fear-based because it's like 100%. even if it even if it just stems from an insecurity of like well now if he he might not just be looking at the girl walking by he could be looking at the dude <laughs> walking by because i'm such a fucking like egomaniacal like jealous uh, possessive yeah. monster at times yeah um but what about the, the hooker thing? What about the hooker that thing? That freaks me out because I feel like if I had a daughter, mm-hmm. and I've talked about this in past podcasts, but about like a... Are we talking about straight out like actual prostitutes or like, like paying, girls paying, from LA? Paying for sex. Oh, that's a whole... Oh my God. You and I were talking about seeking arrangements. And I we, went so far down the rabbit hole, like <laughs> learning about like the underground LA escort sugar daddy lifestyle. And you saw girls that you know on seeking oh, arrangements. Yeah. Do I know these girls? I Maybe bet some I, of them. I was going to say a name out loud, but I'm not going to say it. I'm not saying it. I'm not trying to out anybody. I just really wanted no. to know. Yeah. It wasn't like I fucking did a report and then put it on the internet like, hey, these girls are on this site. See, the thing is, I don't want to be judgmental about that. I get it. I will. Okay. but and like, Here's the thing for me. Okay. Break it motherfucking down. If you're going to be a prostitute. Oh, my God. <laughs> cool. I love it. <laughs> like, if you're going to walk the streets or if you're going to be a professional escort yeah, I like that. or you're going to be a stripper in a strip club, all those things are you doing whatever you want with your body, which is totally fucking fine. None of our business. And you're also con- totally unashamed of what you're doing because you're willing to do it publicly and have people know, like, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. This is how I make my money. Fine. Porn stars, same thing. Fine. Do whatever the fuck you want. Like, not every individual person has to g- agree with your morality, but it's not their choice. But when like the the like sugar daddy LA escort all that sort of thing, those girls are doing something different because they they don't want anybody to know what it is they do. It's a lie, and it's also always constantly projected online to kind of validate and justify the behavior. Like it's basically, I came out to LA, wasn't talented enough or lucky enough or worked hard enough to get the opportunity to get famous like I thought I was going to get. But I still deserve the fucking Louboutins and the car and the trip and the beach and all that other shit. So this is how I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it from a man, a man that I don't love, will not pretend or might pretend to love. So he's being lied to. And they would leave him in a second if they had a better opportunity. And like not only that, they're publicizing this lifestyle and making other girls want it too. How it's disgusting on fucking that? Instagram. Have you ever looked at these girls' accounts on Instagram? Like all of a sudden they're in Tulum and like, oh my god, I'm Snapchatting my whole body and or like look at this underwear set and look at this fucking this brand new bag I got. I'm like so proud hashtag of me right blessed, now. hashtag grateful. Like Ugh. oh my god, model life, hashtag model life, hashtag like, it's model all life. Bullshit. <laughs> like it, it and, and it's destructive to like yeah. it's first of all, it's destructive to 
to to girls who see it and then have that kind of I need that like FOMO kind of materialistic like angst about how they this girl has something they don't have and like oh I'm pretty too like I could do this like now I'm gonna fucking edit my face like now I'm on Instagram doing this and now I can get shoes and it's like all you fucking have at the end of the day is shoes like the guy doesn't love you you don't love him now you've wasted your life now you're not hot anymore and now what do you have a kid and the same two bedroom apartment in West Hollywood that you already had before you started being an escort oh my god you know yikes so it's not like it's not about shaming at all but like, first of all, those girls, even if they get out of it eventually, they are too spoiled at that point to appreciate a good dude. They have a part of their life that they can't be honest about with anybody. And then fucking guys get screwed over by this shit. And then they know, like you can spot it. And then what do you, you mean? don't. What do you mean? Oh, guys? Like you, I'm saying guys who get screwed over by a girl who's like trying to social climb through you in L.A. Yeah. Kind of thing. Or will leave you for a celebrity or a rich person or whatever else. Guys, guys internalize that and it makes it really hard for them to trust people in this town oh man and it's totally justified what's like everybody each sex blames it on on the other like girls like guys are such assholes in this town like nobody will commit all they do is fuck everybody and it's like well yeah of course you're not giving guys anything and by the way again i'm not trying to shame women i know guys are like this and i know guys do shitty things to girls i'm 100 percent taking account for that um but like I'm only from the male perspective, like there's no reason to commit to a girl that you're not even sure you can trust, especially if it's just that she's pretty and you have fun with her. Like that is not the making of a long term relationship. But they're she, there too. What's that? But the guys, what's the guy's responsibility in the thing? They're signing up to a seeking arrangements thing. They're like fifty oh, percent of the that, problem. That's yeah, a, but they're disgusting. They're disgusting. But also, like, uh, wait, finish your thought. I didn't mean oh, that's to cut you I was off. I was moving to something different. But yeah, we can just, finish no, that just too. Just like the rich guy, uh, yeah. girls who are just fucking yeah, those guys climbing. suck. Yeah, but go back to like take it out into the like real world. Like if you have to pay to get laid or sponsor somebody's life to get laid you shouldn't be fucking you don't deserve to fuck you don't deserve to fuck but take it back into the into off the apps off the fucking yeah because the rich guys who hang out with certain girls i mean why aren't they grounded enough and uh, tapped in enough to like know what these girls motives are it's just so blatant but and apparent they are girls who are 30 yeah, years but they younger, are they just don't care they just don't care they want to fuck hot chicks they want to there's, fuck, okay. there's honestly nothing more honest than the male instinct to fuck hot chicks. Yeah. There's no joke about it. There's no <laughs> lying about it. It's totally out in the open. Yeah. There's nothing hidden or like manipulative or secret. It's just the most normal thing ever is that guys want to fuck hot chicks. And that's okay. Right. But then do they hope to find a girl who's like, I love you too, or like, or hopefully find a connection or it just yeah. doesn't even matter? No, of course it matters when it matters. I went, I went on a date with a 62-year-old guy. Oh, Jesus Oh, Christ. my God. I talked about this. I got asked out Was by... he like a really good-looking 62-year-old guy, though? Because that's possible. Yeah, like actually, Christy really... Brinkley's a hot ass oh, 60-year-old yeah. woman. Oh, Joe Rogan was talking about that. Oh, that's right. That. He I was, yeah. I heard that. Oh, my God. All I want to do is talk about other podcasts yeah, about on my podcast. Tom Segura, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That was a good episode. Anyway, uh, but don't, hey, don't leave, guys. Come back. <laughs> They're all like, I got to find <laughs> yeah, that episode. Let's check out Rogan. <laughs> ADD. <laughs> um, but uh, by the way, yeah, Ridley Scott is really hot, and he's like 70-something. My dad, keeps, my, my dad keeps telling me, because my dad is back yeah, in Yeah, but he life. made The Martian, and that's unforgivable. I'm friends with a guy who's going to be listening to this podcast. It's oh. one of the EPs of The Martian. I've not seen it. So He's a that's great cool. Guy. No, <laughs> I, I have a friend who's a producer of it uh, too. And I listen. We're jumping all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It can just be a bad movie, but even though everybody did a great job. I've never you know seen I mean? it. I've got to see it. But oh, so my dad. I have a very certain dislike for that movie. Well, my dad keeps telling me my dad is back in my life uh, for whatever reason because he's like 80 something and needs my help and is mm-hmm. in the hospital. So and all, and so when I'm like helping him getting sucked back into this trap of like, because I'm all my dad's got, all he does while I'm helping him out mm-hmm. is uh, tell me that I need to go blonde. I need to go back to blonde and that I need to date a mogul. I need to date a mogul. I need to date a studio head. I need to get pregnant immediately, have three kids. Uh, why am I not dating Ridley Scott? I'm like, Ridley Scott is like 100 years old. Mm-hmm. And he's like, doesn't matter, man. You got to do it. So the other day, maybe my dad, uh, my if I was a star fucker and I was a social climber, yeah. I would be a lot further along because I love sex and I've had okay. a lot of it, but I, okay. I, I like kooky musicians and nerds and like drawing nerds out of their shells, you know, like that's mm-hmm. my thing, like listening to people who are like introverts. I'm not talking about you, Aristotle, Let's... okay? Even though whenever I see Aristotle, I'm like, you look so handsome today. Your hair is very full. <laughs> cool yeah, t-shirt. Cool uh, it's true. Anyway, but uh, I went on a date with a 62-year-old. He wasn't cute. Mm-hmm. He was 62. Mm-hmm. Writer, director, dude. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see if I could make out with a 62-year-old. Didn't work. He brought another girl to the date. Wow. Like, Bold. It wasn't to be a threesome kooky thing. He was like, oh, my friend's here. Um, <sighs> my friend's That actually here. is kind of great for you. And I was like, you know what? Thank you. Let's yeah. have, have her come to dinner. Yeah, yeah, have yeah, her come totally. To, she was like a French girl, totally boring. I was like very impressed by like my, uh, my comic relief. I was like, mm-hmm. hey, guys, what's going on? Like just like whatever. But we went out to dinner and I thought, can I do this? Can I make out and be 30 years younger than the dude that I'm dating? And I just didn't even like the look of it. Like, I clearly don't look... I'm not, like, some, like, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills vibe, sure. even though I love that show. But I'm not some, like, Barbie You're doll. You're totally vintage? I'm totally vintage. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not, like, trying to present myself with, like, fake tits, right. like, plastic surgery, Botox, injections, whatever. But I'm so self-aware. The idea of, like, being like, this is my dude. He's, like, 30 years older than me. Like, I'd be so aware of, like, what yeah. that could look like. Like, yeah. oh, she's with him for his well, money. Well, it doesn't look great. It doesn't look great. But who cares about the fucking optics of it if you love the person? Oh, if I love the person. Yeah. But yeah, I, but you I don't love the person. Okay, so I want to go back to one thing that you said in the middle of that. Yes. You said, if I were to be a star fucker or social climber or whatever, I would be much further along. Yeah. Okay. So that's the same uh, idea that we were just talking about. And that is one of the most destructive fucking ideas in the city. Oh, that was me making a casual joke. I know that. I yeah. know that. But a lot of people really think that. If you don't think that, I mean, you know that they think that, right? Allegedly. That's what oh, I meant. Oh, come just kidding. the fuck on. I'm just kidding. I used everybody, to add that to stuff. Everybody thinks that they're going to like, like that fame and talent are like an STD and you can just catch it by fucking somebody. You can't. And like, yeah, like, <laughs> dude, I just watch these chicks like circle around Leo's table and it's that's like, what I'm oh saying, my nightlife. God. I yeah. want, you work in nightlife. I yeah, want to know what I'm you not, see. I'm not a part of that stuff anymore. Like, that's not my scene anymore. Okay. I'm just not, like, I haven't had any familiarity with that kind of place in a few years. Well, that's not entirely true, but yeah. I want but anyway, think, yeah. like all these girls are like circle around Bie- Bieber's table or Leo's table, and they're like, "Oh my god! Like if I could just hook up with that guy, my whole life would be Align set." Align myself and with like, that. No, that's not true. Yeah. Also, that guy knows what you're doing because he's not dumb as fuck. Yeah. Like, how dumb do you think these guys are that they don't know you're trying to get with them to get famous and all that shit? But he's but Leo 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 but uh, Leo <laughs> yeah but Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, he must be like in it. Like, he, oh no, he, he must be like so into it because it's like every year he has like, I, mean, I don't know this guy mm-hmm. at all. I don't know what he's mm-hmm. up to. He's very talented. And he, 
if I were him, I'd probably make the same choice where it's like you get the turnover. Like every yeah. few years, you're like, you're making these movies, you're living your life. Yeah. And then when, you, when you're off your, off work, you just want to relax with some like easy breezy, like supermodel, young supermodel girl yeah. who looks like the last 10. And I'm thinking, right. maybe that is a great way to live your life. I'm not convinced that it's not. Well, they're all supermodels. So it's not like they're not making money. They're actually like successful. Yeah, exactly. So that's its own thing. Yeah. I don't really don't know how I got here and I why don't, we're talking about this. I don't know him, <laughs> so I can't speak to his personality on this at all. But like, um, yeah, the idea that you can that you can get where you want to where you want to go based on someone else's work or success is just really gross. Yeah, and I've been in so many situations where I've been, met like, oh god, I wish I could say names. I wish mm. I could say names. Oh god. That's fine. I mean, you just don't have like, to. I'll, I'll we, get it. Weird old timey like Mowgli dudes that mm. I have had weird content where mm. I've like met them out and about, and they'll say the f- most fucked up shit. And I'm in my 30s now, you know, like, and I I heard like. Not so long ago, like uh, six months ago, when I met this guy who's older than me and very successful, he's like, he's like, I can make you a star. I can. I was just saying these crazy, ridiculous, cliche things that he was really saying. Uh, yeah, showing me, telling me about all his deals and all the money he has and all his books and all his whatever. And I thought, oh my god, he's like a billionaire. I live in a one bedroom apartment in West yeah. Hollywood, and I felt like more emotionally grounded and like happy than this dude who had the, felt the need to like tell exactly. me and win me over. And it was so sickening to me, and I just feel like I'm so like I'm just too self aware for that that thing, that mishmash yeah. of like aligning with a billionaire just for the sake of it. Like I'm like a romantic. I, I'd rather you know I just need to like be friends and best friends and have something I'm legit. Totally, yes, that's great. I'm gonna say two things. The first is, hey girls, if you ever get an email that says like you look like you're gonna be a star, let's talk about your career. That guy's trying to fuck you. Period. I don't think anybody gets those emails, do they? Oh yeah. Do they? Yes. Aristotle's like writing one right now to some girl. No, I'm just kidding. I'm like, hey, he's like, I'll make you a, a star, baby. <laughs> um, wait, God damn it. The I'm other sorry. thing was, oh yeah, the the end of what I was going to say before is that like you can say that you'll be much further along, but the truth is, much further in what? Like, would you have gotten another part? Maybe. Like, would you be able to somehow down the road marry this person and have your whole life paid for so you never have to work? Oh yeah, that's not yeah the maybe. Goal. But you're fucking that's, lazy. But that's not the goal. Yeah. But yeah. again, and the point is though, but much further along with what? Like, even if all that stuff happened, you might still not be. Re, like even marginally happier than you are now and, and you might very well be sadder because you fucking sold out your dignity to get stuff i'm a hustler babe yeah <laughs> yeah totally no, no i yeah. know you are i'm and, just I'm and saying yeah no you're the general so right you. you're so right but there's like this idea of what you're supposed to be and what the goal is and it's fame and having a great mm-hmm. life and having things well i mean yeah. and then you just have to be like no wait like yeah. i don't know i know that when i've been really really broke before mm-hmm. that's when i've been like Oh, like now I'm so appreciative of stuff. Like I'm going through this horrible moment. I mean, not right now, but, yeah, right, uh, right. but, uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's just interesting. Like, uh, yeah, you can feel very unfulfilled and sad and lonely yeah. when, you, when you think you have all this stuff on paper. Like uh, even when I meet an on paper guy, like who's like, well, he's this, he's got a great yeah. job. He's like nice to me. But then the, there's like something deeper that's like, doesn't fill the void. I don't know if any of this is making sense. It makes sense. Um, wait, should we finish with that girl's email? Oh, I mean, I think so. That what, what do we tell okay, her? Okay, uh, I just wanted to finish about like why why the guy why a guy wouldn't want to be in a relationship. Okay. And part of it I just expressed by saying um, the whole that whole thing about guys, especially in LA in particular, you, it's really hard to trust a person to trust a woman here. 
and I'm sure it's hard to trust guys too. I'm not like, <clears throat> like let, we can keep it gender, gender neutral, but okay. um, <laughs> like it really is hard to trust a person because you don't know what their goals are in life. People move to Los Angeles to come out here, pursue something on their own and get famous generally or get successful or whatever their idea of success is, but they want to pursue something that is totally self-oriented. So to think that somebody's going to then sacrifice those goals to be in a relationship with somebody, especially somebody quickly, like there's no reason to believe that they will. So this girl, what I would say to her is, if you like the guy, keep hanging out with him. Stop worrying about where it's going. Your life will not end. Like you think that you need to go out and get and get married soon so you can have babies or whatever. But like you can't end up happy by marrying the wrong person because you were desperate to get married. Like that's just not how it works. Yeah. Keep dating this guy. Like at the point where this guy realizes that he doesn't want to live his life without you. He'll commit to what you want to have him commit to. That's true. But if he can, then you shouldn't be asking for his commitment in the first place because he clearly doesn't love you enough. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't because he won't say that he won't give. Yeah, but maybe he's just not there yet. That also doesn't make him a bad guy. And it doesn't mean that she's inadequate for him. He's just not there. Like I've had to tell so many people over the years, like, hey, I just really don't want to be in a relationship right now. And it's because I really like being independent. I like working on my own shit. Like sometimes. I will wake up in the morning, get on the computer, and it'll take me five or six hours of fucking talking nonsense online to people or reading news stories or reading about broy sports and shit until I can actually like focus my thoughts and and motivate myself to write. And so that whole six hours beforehand, somebody would be like, well, you know, you have all that time. You could have just done this or done this and done this. It's like, no, I couldn't have. Yeah. Because that whole time is what made me like final, made my mind quiet or give me the right inspiration or whatever it is that I needed to be productive in the way I want. So I need that free time. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's hard enough to find somebody you want to make room for. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. you have to be, be short because, and then and then it's still work. Even when you fall in love with somebody, totally. I was talking about this yesterday, and it's good. And you meet somebody, and you're like, they're amazing. I have to have them. Like they're undeniable. Yeah. Then you still, for me, especially, I'm a, you know I'm an only child, and I like my private. I like writing and doing the same things you do, and I need all this time. Yeah. And it's they shouldn't take it personally. But yeah, it still takes work to f- figure out like, oh, I got to make time for them. It's hard enough for me to even ha- – everybody's so flaky in L.A. It's hard yeah. enough for me to make time to like hang out with my girlfriends. And then it's like – anyway, but uh, – oh, yes. No, I'm just going to say for this girl, like it sounds like you found a pretty fucking good guy. Yeah, enough who like She's gotten good advice. No, but I mean yeah. – but this all kind of relates to the same thing, yeah. you know? Like she should just stick – Stick with it. If it feels if good, she, keep yes, doing it. Yes, yes, exactly. Then, and then intuitively. Stop putting so much pressure on the situation. He probably feels that pressure, which makes him fucking reel back anyway. Yeah. I mean, that is my number one reason for cutting relationships off with women who I've dated for any amount of time over the last few years has been that I can see that it's on a relationship track and I'm not sure that I want to be there. And as soon as the pressure starts about it, I'm like, yo, I mean, I don't want to hurt your feelings. If you want a relationship right now, that's cool. Go have one. But it's not me. How do you feel the pressure start coming on? It's just you can th- tell. Why? Give me just one example. When people get upset, like if you aren't responding to them quickly or if like you can't hang out that day, when you start feeling that, you start realizing that that person is not really ready to be in a relationship with you. You know what I mean? Because this yeah. is my life. This is who I'm going to be. And the person who will be allowed into my life as like a relationship partner will be the one that can complement that stuff and isn't trying to change what I'm trying to do. And isn't trying you know? to, yeah, because all of it, all it comes down to is controlling another yeah, person exactly. and ego. That's yes. what all that shit is. Yeah. But 
if you want me to be around you, even though you know I don't want to be around you right now, oh, that's fucked up. Then you suck. Oh, you know what God, I mean? Like yeah. you can't make me do that. I wouldn't make some other person change their lifestyle for me. I would do it. for I you. like alone Just time. Just kidding. Yeah, Thank no. I, but uh, but are you fucking other girls? What do you mean? I'm not dating anybody. I'm not like accusing you now, oh. like you're my boyfriend. Am I fucking other girls <laughs> no, at the like, points where I'm like, dating these girls? No, if you're dating this girl, that's uh-huh. that's that's where shit gets weird because, like I said before, like right. like if you're not answering the text and the girl's like, "Oh my god, who's is he with another person? Am I being an idiot? Am I taking myself off the playing field because right. you know what I mean?" So it well, is. This is also a male female sexuality thing too. Like guys don't know that the girl's not fucking somebody else. Well, you know? so can you can have a conversation about we're it's just only... assumed that the guy's fucking other people. No, no, but the girl's not. no. I mean, I live right. by that double standard because it makes me me be able to get away with murder. One of my favorite uh, quotes of all time, uh, Bill Maher said it on his show. He goes, "There's a double standard because there's two sexes, and it's fucking true." Oh, that makes sense. I'm gonna it's process just, that. Men and women are different. They are men are from <laughs> never. <Yeah. laughs> Wait, but is there some kind of divide? Or, you know, whatever. These people, she's uh-huh. gotten a lot of advice. But uh, yeah, that's it fine. just, it, no, it just comes on. down to like communicating and asking questions like, listen, I know that you don't have to be, I had to say this to one guy I was dating. I was like, I get we're not boyfriend and girlfriend, uh-huh. but we're having sex. Uh-huh. And sometimes we're having unprotected sex. And we got to stop AKA doing that all the time, all the time. <laughs> but we got We got to stop doing that. But uh-huh. also like if you do start having sex with other people. And I, or I do, we need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair. What do you think about that? Or is that not anybody's It's business? a totally reasonable thing to ask because in some way your health depends on it. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, it's and also... it's even more reasonable for girls to ask that for sure. Just because girls can contract STDs easier than guys can. Is that true? For sure. I don't have the facts. I'm going to actually start in future podcasts. I'm going to start doing what other people on podcasts do where they like yell over it and be like, uh, Aristotle, can you look that yeah, up? Yeah, right yeah. That's now? Rogan's I, always like, hey, Jamie. Are we? Okay. Yeah. We, know, we have to stop talking about Joe Rogan's I love Joe podcast. Rogan. We can't talk about that anymore. It's, great. it's too much. This can't just be one big commercial for other people's podcasts. Yeah. But, um, Except for mine. Are you able None to do taken. that? None taken podcast on iTunes. On iTunes. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll do, you don't have to look up anything. Oh, but here's something that I want to ask you about. <laughs> Go ahead. And I actually wrote more lists on my phone. I'm not texting anybody. But um, I feel like with apps, the mm-hmm. existence of dating apps. Tinder, and Raya. Instagram, Tinder. Bumble. Instagram, Tinder, Raya, Bumble. Oh. <clears throat> Instagram is the unseen force yeah, and everything. That's yeah. The, I feel like with all of these Snapchat, things, fucking Snapchat. I just like started doing that nonsense oh, the man, other day. I can't too. even believe what that thing is. It's insane, and it's like I I let strangers just like send me videos and and yeah. messages, and I'm like, so all of a sudden I'm watching like 15 second videos from yeah. like some I don't know whatever. But are they I, all jacking off? They're not. None of them have been, which is like really that's, sweet. They're so romantic. Good job, they're boys. Not. Um, good job. That's one my, for the I, men, right? Every there. time I like click the thing, I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna be a dick, and then it's not, yeah. and then I'm like, okay, and then I'm like, what's wrong with me? That's so funny. But um. So, but I feel with like all these apps that exist, it's affecting modern romance. Absolutely. Because all of a sudden I'm like, well, I got like 250 likes on my selfie. Like, uh-huh. oh, you're not paying attention to me. That's, or, or I'm not looking to you or the person I'm in a relationship with or the person I'm dating for validation and intimacy right. because I'm getting so much dopamine and all these hits of dopamine. That it really is what it parts. is too. So that's a bummer. That okay. <laughs> You know? I remember when when I was was when I was engaged. Um, you were engaged. Yeah, we never talked about that. We did, but like Maybe. not on this podcast. Right. Um, when I was engaged, one of the things that used to like really um, kill me when I was uh, in in that relationship was that any time she started getting um, <clears throat> like upset about things with us or whatever. Or even just like annoyed in a situation if we're watching fucking TV and she gets upset about something right into the phone, right onto Instagram. Let me like get my attention like 
it's yeah, well, like she, a drug. Yeah. You know? And so if anything was not going bad with us, the picture that would get posted was was more was hotter, more sexually suggestive, whatever. I mean, Wait, she, if things were good with you guys, no, no, no. If they were like bad, if she needed, like, if she needed more attention, oh, it would wow. always be like through that. And it's like, oh God, it's so funny. I mean, it's just so, uh, so psychologically obvious. Like, how would somebody not recognize what that is? You know. And also, even with the apps, like this new thing where it's like, if I'm dating someone and it's getting kind of serious. Now we have to have a conversation where it's like, oh, did you, you gonna, delete your apps? Yeah. Are you going to get up? Are you still on Tinder? Are you still on Raya? It's yeah. like, ew, like, but you have to, it's like, this is evolved. Like this is Raya's too good just evolving. for networking. You can't ever quit that. Well, yeah, I'm hidden unless I see somebody good real job. cool. There you okay. go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, oh yeah. So I just feel like that's affecting relationships and it's a bummer. And like, uh-huh. how do you, how do you navigate that? How do you deal with it? I I haven't really had to experience that because I haven't been in a relationship in, since this stuff came like into the fore. But you need to start dating more so I can like so you can be actively like I living date. the advice you give. Who was the last girl you had sex with? I don't know. You don't even care. You didn't, you just put a bag over her head and totally. like just a sheet over her and then cut out like a hole in her. I don't well, know why I, I'm saying. I like this. to suffocate them first. Oh God. Yeah. We're editing that out. That's uh, no, I'm just kidding. We it's a joke. It. I think they'll be okay. Um, they'll be fine. Um, oh God, let me look at my notes. Oh, what about porn? What about porn? Because I don't. How does it affect relationships? Because I remember when. Yeah, I mean, I was. I've talked to a bunch of people. I know that we're supposed to. I get very jealous. Mm-hmm. All right. Obviously, I get jealous of some dude I'm dating or yep. is liking all these sexy photos of other girls on Instagram. Uh, and I've compared it to porn in that like. Porn, I feel like, okay, all girls just have to accept that guys watch porn, and that's what girls it is. Girls watch porn, too. Well, I don't watch porn, so that's I'm just, fine. like, going for me. But uh, yeah. thank you. Um, but Instagram seems scarier because you can direct message the girl uh-huh. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can actually, like, immediately communicate with the girl. Financial offers, even? Financial offers? Oh, yeah, oh that's my... a big thing. Oh, my God. Instagram's created more um, prostitutes? prostitutes than everyone Snoop Dogg knows. What? Is that? Is that? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, like, had to, like... <laughs> I'm not caffeinated enough for this. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. I don't want to think of him like that. Why, man? He's all about pimps and hoes and shit. No, he's all about like uh, I mean, pistachios. Now he's just a, pistachios, he's right? He's all about he's pistachios. Like, <laughs> Dude, Snoop's the, Snoop's the shit. He's but, pushing pistachios and he's got a wife. Come on. All through the 90s, it was all pimps and hoes. Like he's Listen, got his I'm like 22. I don't with, even know. What are those called? Scepters or... Uh, well, know? so prostitutes on yeah. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the only reason I'm not in... I, I get like... People can do what they want. My take on prostitution is... My, is my personal take. I wouldn't do it because I want sex to be with somebody that I – I want it to remain a sacred thing where I'm like, oh, I never align sex with uh, something I have to do or a financial mm-hmm. exchange where I'm like, I need – I want. I don't want to fuck this guy, but I need that, you know, whatever, right. certain amount of money. Um, can I can I ask you a question? These are some thoughts that I've had recently. And yeah. I want to see what you – I want to just get your take on it. Yeah. So we place so much um, importance on sex. Yeah. And I'm – no longer of the opinion that that is a right thing. Okay. And so many of our problems are derived from how much importance we place on sex um, or on the act of sex, like the moral qualities to sex. I'm not saying it's not important to have sex. I think it's super important. Yeah. I love having Good sex. Good sex. Oh, yeah. I want to tell you about a bad sex story, but go on. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just wonder like what um, what the effect would be if we didn't treat it as like this amazing, because you just called it sacred. And I'm like, well, oh. sex isn't sacred to me. Well, you know what I mean? It's wonderful like when you love the person you're having sex with, but the rest of the time it can just be two people enjoying something that humans can do. Well, for women, I feel like, and I know I'm probably wrong, especially this time of PC culture, whatever, right. but 
it's like Russian roulette for me. I've had a lot of casual sex. Mm-hmm. It's super fun. I'm like, this is amazing athletic activity. Yep. This is super cool. And sometimes you have the best sex with like athletic people. You, don't, you know what I mean? Where you're like, oh, we're going to fucking do this. And like, yeah, let's and, work out. And not knowing somebody yeah. so well, it's like all of a sudden you can just like be like wilder. And yeah. But I also really like lately, you know, maybe it's because I'm like, you know, uh, getting older or something. But I like I like having some kind of, I like the person I'm having sex with to sure. know me and like think like, yeah. oh, Lexi's special and her brain works in a funny way or whatever. Like it's something we can laugh and it's cozy and we, whatever. But uh it's like Russian roulette for a woman, I feel like, uh-huh. because we're taking in somebody's like, That's you're, true. you're in, like, you're sticking your dick in, in yeah. us, mm-hmm. and, but we're taking it. So it's like we're internalizing yeah. this thing. It's, I think we're more affected. I think that's probably true. Look that I up, mean, Aristotle. The hor- the Just kidding. Hor- hormonal reactions are different and stuff too, but, uh, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, how much of that is just the, um, is like remnants of puritanical culture That's affecting true. the way women think about their sex lives. That's true. Like you are conditioned to believe that about your sex life. And listen, part of it might totally be biological. Yeah. I actually think men and women are very biologically different. From it's Mars and Venus. We yes. do, yeah, remember? And so there's nothing, I mean, dude, the, the nonsense argument that, that gender is a, is a social construct, that's fucking bullshit. It's obviously not true. Yeah. And uh, it's only true to be PC. People act like it's true because it makes people nicer about, uh, like transgender and shit. Like, if you want to be transgender, just be transgender. You know what I mean? But it doesn't mean that men and women aren't real things. Yeah. You know? All right. Anyway, we can this cut that out. too much for me. No, no, no. no, no um, but the other no. thing is, the other thing is like STDs uh, along the same lines. Like the importance that people place on having protected sex for the sake of S- STDs. Like unless the particular STD can lead you toward disease and death, which some can, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, or cancer, cervical cancer, if you get HPV. Totally. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I've had my uh, my shots. Good job. Because I'm, you know, I'm cool. You sound like you're, uh, like, went to the vet. <laughs> I went to the vet. I got my <laughs> feline. My uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, but like. Kitties can get herpes too. The ones that can't kill you, like, we still are, like, we think, like, ooh, oh. yucky. Oh, the so. But uh, you what know does that even make sense? I like, add to that, and I, I have to stop doing that because I make jokes about, like, herpes, blah, blah, but it's like. Yeah, me too. Because I don't have them, thank, thank goodness. Well, I mean, I think the but thing is... But if I did, if I did, that wouldn't kill me. It wouldn't kill you. And if the other person had herpes, it wouldn't actually do anything to either of us. Yeah. I think they're different strains, though. But yes, yes, I get it. You know what I'm saying. And I know, like, in Europe, there's, like, a, a much more uh, cool approach to it where it's, like... Really? It's just a... It's a cosmetic thing. You know what I mean? That's it's, what it is. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. annoying, but it doesn't, like... Yeah. yeah. I know. I gotta stop. Because I, you know... I'm like two dates away I just, from getting herpes. I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like all this shit is just so. Um, nobody's goal is to get herpes. Of course We're all trying not. not of course to. Not. If we yes, get it, yes, then we yes. become better and more evolved people and like know, more, right. more empathetic. Totally. But I just, it's all just this. And I would never use the word shaming because I think it's a stupid word, but it's like all just this bad, uh, like residue from puritanical. N- and religious nonsense. I mean, all this stuff is to try to convince you don't have sex, don't have sex, don't have sex, don't have sex. I mean, you go through junior high and have the shit scared out of you by STDs. Because well, we're from and, the 90s. We're like in our 30s. We're like the tail right. end. I mean, you're older than I am, but like I'm like a, I'm like a, the grandma of the millennials. Uh-huh. Like I'm at the tail end of the millennial. Somebody called me a generation Xer and I was like, how dare you? I'm a millennial, even though all those fucking things. You're an things, early millennial. I'm a I'm, late, I'm late millennial. Wait, oh, you know, we, I'm yeah. old, on the old end of the millennials, no. but I hate all that shit because I feel like it's all just like, you know, whatever. They're just trying to market to yeah. certain people. But and I get that. But I was like, I'm not a Gen Xer. I'm a millennial. But uh, what the fuck was I don't my know point? Why you're so proud of that, by the way. I'm not. Millennials are the fucking worst. Whatever. Listen, uh-huh. I don't even know what my point was. Oh, because I was uh, sex ed was when like Magic Johnson got AIDS. Right. So uh, 
or was it HIV? Did he, did he ever get AIDS? No. Yeah. So that was like he's totally cured. All we all we learned was if you have sex, you're gonna you're gonna get AIDS. Yeah. Exactly. AIDS. 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 Sex. Sex. Yeah. Sex. Equals AIDS, AIDS. AIDS. So I was like, that was my whole like. I still think that way. Or I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, I can't yeah. believe it. Um. But, but what's yeah. the scary part? What is the scary? The part? scary part of AIDS. You know what I mean? No, no. Of course, I know what the scary part it's of that the is. The money Although for the pills. In, yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, you got to kill that. But guy I just with mean like, there are so many things to fear. Like, and we get we get encouraged to fear one of the best things. Uh, and why? I'm just, you know what I mean. I mean, I'm not scared of sex. I've had too much sex Good. to be scared of it. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, but, but I mean, as a culture, as a society. Um. Anyway, we can move on from that. Sorry, those we were can. the things I wanted to get your thoughts on. What's that? We were scared. Yeah, I mean, yeah. On how much? Very, on how much credence we give to? The importance of sex, quote unquote, and also to STDs. But it's always that, that's the amazing thing about sex. So it can be this amazing thing. Of it like, can be uh, oh. this union of souls. Yes. But then also, it's like fucking feels good. It's great. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't believe in souls, but yeah. Well, I think I do. <laughs> I do. But uh, and by the way, I made a joke and I said we got to kill the guy with the cure for AIDS. And what I meant was the guy who like bought the cure for AIDS and was like, oh. no, I'm going to charge everybody a billion dollars. I, I didn't mean like kill the guy who yeah. who like came up with the cure. Um. Anyway, but uh, that's awesome. Tell me what you think about this. Okay. Have you ever, well, I don't want to personalize it, but have you ever had sex with a girl and mm-hmm. you really like her mm-hmm. and you're trying to have sex with her and you can't get a heart on? Yes. What is that about? And then it's about it a lot of things. Okay. Because this happened to me and it happened like on more than one occasion yeah. with the same guy. And, uh, okay. Sometimes you just want to get railed. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. So I have, I have, I can talk about this at length. Okay. Um, too easy. Length pun. Uh, okay, I just said too easy. Okay. <laughs> oh, you yeah. did. You yeah, got the puns here. I, said too <laughs> I didn't even easy. need to do that. No, tell um, me. So but I have, uh, I have notes for you, so I'm looking at my phone. Okay, that's I'm fine. Not, I'm not texting. Um, it can be so many things. I mean, first of all, like, you know, this is one of the things where girls have a clear advantage over guys. Oh, cool. Tell me more. Like, a guy has to get hard, and it's also um, a uh, a huge part of your manhood identity is the ability to get hard mm-hmm. um and it's you know like who knows what emotional problem you're having or you're too drunk or you're too tired or you're just not sexually aroused or whatever it is that explains not getting hard like you're gonna internalize that and it becomes part of your um like the way you define yourself sexually really oh god yeah so what if you go on a date with a girl uh-huh. uh and okay because so i dated a guy i really really like him uh also there's clearly that that problem is, is expanding it, why because of pills i think it's everybody's popping pills i'm not sure if it's the pills it Instagram. could be it might be that it might be that too yeah like if you are constantly stimulated to some level it's probably harder like to get hard yeah yeah like if you Okay, let's say like before Instagram and all that shit, like your normal amount of stimulation was just whatever the baseline is for a guy, right? He thinks about women, oh, gets excited, whatever. Now you have this thing where you're on it all day. And so your baseline has been raised to something, like you're already kind of stimulated in your brain, like seeing hot chicks, seeing hot chicks, advertising, Instagram, porn, hot chicks. Like here's a hot chick at the fucking coffee shop. Here's a hot chick at the library. Nobody goes to libraries. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> But so you're already more stimulated than than you were before. So the difference, I mean, nobody can see my hands, but That's you okay. can. The but baseline. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Higher. So now your baseline's higher. So the difference there is not enough between that between your baseline and between the actual level of 
stimulation you get from this woman being with you. So shouldn't like, the dick be difference. half raised? Can't it just raise the yeah, rest yeah, of the yeah. way? Why, so why does that affect getting a hard on? Because I'm saying you're already here and like maybe you need this full amount of change from baseline to full arousal to have that reaction. So your baseline's already up and you're not getting enough of a, there's not enough of a separation there for, to be really turned on because now you're accustomed to a higher baseline. So you don't get turned on oh, by looking at, you see what I'm you're saying? Already, you're so, uh, you're getting numb yeah. to shit. Yes, exactly. So, oh you're my You're getting like, you're, you're, you're like developing a tolerance to sexual stimulation. Oh my God. This yeah. is horrible. See, this is why this I was is a trying theory. To, I'm not sure. Well, I, I'm going to take it as fact. Okay. And uh, I so this is why because I was confused by talking mm-hmm. to Neil Strauss a little bit mm-hmm. about porn. We didn't get into it, but I want to ask you. Okay. I feel like porn hurts things as well. Just like I don't use a vibrator because I don't want to like, get right. rid of. I don't want to desensitize myself. Right. Um, and porn, I feel like it doesn't help a relationship. Does it help? It's so normal. We're so used to it. But tell me why it might not be the healthiest thing. Because I feel like a guy who watches too much porn, that is a problem. Tell me why. Watching too much. Mo- like if you're obsessed with porn obsessed, and you're like, jerking off all day, What yeah, about four times a, a week? What about four times a week watching porn? Because I don't watch porn. I don't so, think that's too many. I so mean. does everybody, Aristotle, do you watch porn? It was porn. So By I just w- have to get used to it. It's fine. It okay. Yeah, totally. Shit. But okay. no, let me say, let me say a bunch of things. I think first of all, it might totally be causing problems. It also might make relationships better because it could, like if a guy gets to go look at some hot chicks and jerk off, Keeps he might, cheating, right? maybe okay. it's totally possible. Plausible. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that that's true. I'm not making excuses for anybody's behavior. Yeah. Um, God damn it. What was the other thing I was going to say? The porn, the baseline, the hard off. Yes. All that, all that, all that. Is he watching too much? Is it a problem four times a week watching porn? I don't know. It totally vanished from my head. My Adderall must be tapering. It's tapering? Um, oh. Well, okay. So let's no, say. No, but yeah. yeah, porn. God damn it. You'll, I really, get, you'll get back to it. If it's okay. meant to be, it'll yeah, you know, yeah, just, you know, be, yeah. follow your uh, plur, your peace, love, you. Oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> what is that you were such a raver. I went to a rave. I did used to go to raves. Oh my God. I did ecstasy, ecstasy at a rave when I was younger. But um, I don't know where that's going. It's neither here nor there. But mm. uh so okay, so I went out with a guy, mm-hmm. and it, on more than one occasion, we had sex, really great sex one time, and but all the other times it was like couldn't get it up, mm-hmm. and that's a bummer. Well, he probably took a pill the one time. Okay, mm-hmm. a pill, Viagra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah, or anything. Yeah. Okay, but like, how? Give me advice, like. And, and I gotta get so yeah, how do you I've, where do you go from there? It's heartbreaking. It's like okay, is yes, it heartbreaking? Emotional support. One Imagine how it looks. feels for the guy. That's what I'm saying. So how does a yeah. woman? Okay, so let's say I don't. Well, they just need to chill out about it. Chill. I didn't say anything. No, no, no. I'm no. I'm saying women in general need to stop taking that as something personal. Like it might be something personal in a rare instance, but most of the time, there's no time where a guy wouldn't rather be hard and fucking. Yeah, I know. But you so, know how I mean? does a woman deal with it in a nice way? And what if? And if it happens uh, five oh. times with a dude, right. And the girl's like, I want to get fucked. And she wants to like she's like done with the dude. Yeah, that's not a conversation you want to have. Of well, course, like you know what I mean. Like yeah, if it if it happens repeatedly, like what does I mean, that mean? there's no guy that has that happen repeatedly that doesn't know that there's some problem either with his mind or with his body. Okay. So you know if you care about the person, bring it up and like be like, hey, can you t-? or just yeah. I mean, if they go to a doctor and then they're on pills, like are you gonna have like some sort of um, insecurity about the oh, fact yeah. that the You're guy. On pill. No. no, I mean, no. no, you're having you're having a more productive sex life with somebody you care about. Like sex is a part of a relationship no. and it's a big part of a relationship. But like, I mean, there's definitely no point in internalizing some sort of pain about the guy not being able to fuck you. Oh, I'm like, not it's really. definitely harder for the guy than it is 
for the woman. Even if they're not saying anything about it? Of course. Of course they don't want to say anything I don't want to say anything about it either. It's embarrassing. As a guy, like, you feel like you're losing your manhood. I'm not fighting with you. I'm just having a conversation. No, I know. I'm explaining. You want me to represent all men right now? Oh, my God. I think you are. Oh, my God. Mansplaining is the dumbest fucking word I hate that word, too. I said it ironically as a joke. Right. Um. So you don't get jealous at all. When you're in a relationship, you don't get jealous. Uh, I've gotten jealous before. I, I used like to be that. much more jealous than I am oh, now. Oh, cool. That means you're all secure um, now. Yeah. Well, I also just don't see the point anymore. I mean, this is the kind of uh, this is the kind of shit that you relax about after you start doing mushrooms. Oh, man. For real. It all comes back but to I mushrooms. Just, yeah, I just really don't care anymore. Like, uh, I want a person I'm with to have as much freedom as they want to have. <sighs> you know? Like, I, I read this quote. I fucking hate, like... Cute quotes, cliches, you don't all that stuff. Have to give a disclaimer. It's a real, but I really do. Okay. But like every now and then, like one's like, "Oh wow, that's totally right." Um, <clears throat> that's a great quote. Thank you. This fucking idea. Uh, no, it was. Uh, it was. It was basically like I'm just trying to get the wording exactly right, but I don't think I'm going to. It was basically like love someone in a way that makes them feel free. You know? Oh yeah, we talked about that. Did we yeah. talk about it? No, yeah. not you and me. But I've been oh. hearing that from my hairdresser. Yeah. My hairdresser previous podcast with Neil yeah. Strauss, where it's like. Uh, you got to open that birdcage, let the bird fly, or yeah. some, something like that. Dude, I don't if a know. person wants to leave you, they're going to find a way to do it. Here's how insane I am. Uh-huh. I have a friend, a comedian dude. Uh-huh. He, we used to date. Uh-huh. No reason for me to tell you he's a comedian, whatever. I ended things with him. Uh-huh. He started dating a girl who's friends with me on Twitter, a girl I've never met before in my entire life. And he went, hey, I'm dating this new girl. And she said that, uh, wow, if Alexi Wasser had sex with you, that's a... Uh, you know, that's a reason enough to, to date you. Like, so she was using the fact that I used to date him as like uh, a good calling card for yeah. the dude. I went ballistic, not in a real way, but like kind of. And I went, oh, really? I unfollowed her from Twitter because I was like, I don't know why I did that. Because that's how insane I am. It's like jealousy in a whole other new unnecessary way with like ex-boyfriends. Where she was actually complimenting your taste. She totally was. So I unfollowed her. <laughs> she had, And she's the person who has that dumb app where you can see oh, who yeah. unfollows you. So she unfollowed me. <laughs> and then it just turned into a whole insane thing. So that's like how far the levels of my insanity and jealousy and like uh, ego run. So mm-hmm. maybe I'm just like not fit to be dating. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean a little bit of jealousy is probably just a normal thing because people are always worried about investing too much and then getting hurt that's what what happens in relationships but like i just don't find it enjoyable for either party to like be, be jealous i've i've been um <sighs> i've had people be jealous about my life and i totally understand why a woman would not want to be involved with the life i have to lead yeah. you know what i mean like i understand that amount of jealousy and i try to make them feel as 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 good as they can about it but like i can't turn around at that point and then be a jealous person or i'm just a fucking hypocritical asshole um um, do you think you'll ever get married? Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Do you want a baby? Like, uh, do you want to make a baby with okay, me right now? Okay, so I'll tell you this. Oh, yeah. No. Wait. Is that offer actually no. on the table? No. No. Um, she was joking. Fuck. <laughs> um, the funny thing is after I got – after I uh, I broke off my engagement, um, that summer I was like watching uh, – I'm a baseball fan because I'm a bro. So I was watching a lot of baseball and like you would see these um, – you would see people taking their kids to the ballpark. And like, there were very few things that made me um, doubt my decision, which I still, of course, know that was the right decision. But um, there are very few things that made me doubt the decision except for that. Like when I was seeing these little kids with their dads and like eventually, like even as a 37 year old guy, which is not super old. And I mean, obviously your dad's in a different situation as you talked about before. But at a certain point you get, um, old enough that 
if you want kids, you have to date somebody of a certain age, right? And then you've got an actual gap in life experience and all sorts of other things, which makes it harder for the two of you to relate. You know, you have kids and you age to a point where by the time they're, you know, 10 or 12 or 15 and they want to play basketball in the driveway, like I did with my dad, like you can't do that because I'm fucking 70. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like those are, those are real concerns that I think people don't realize men have and they do, you know, all this is making me excited about getting married, Mm -hmm. having a kid, Mm -hmm. Getting divorced. Yes. Going to Italy. Yep. Meeting some Italian guy and having a torrid affair. Yes. And uh, winding up in like the like old some Magnolia weird hotel or di- whatever that or shit some is. kind of like Diane Lane movie, yes, exactly. like Under the eat, Tuscan pray, Sun or some kind of, some kind of eat pray love <laughs> bullshit. And uh, and also, I want to have sex with a fireman. Fireman. Okay. Oh yeah, you posted that fireman picture that one day. Oh, did I? Yeah, you post pictures of firemen. You're really just uh, one time. I'm just yeah. trying to, and I put out something on Twitter the other day. I was like, "Do I have any fireman friends followers on Twitter?" <laughs> Nobody. Like, Why don't you just hang crickets. out outside the fire station? I don't one. want to be too try hard. Okay. Anyway, right. um, but so you're doing your podcast now. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to yep. as we as we wrap it up because we've been we talking. Wrapping? We've been talking for a while. Yeah. Do you feel like emotionally fulfilled now that you're doing your like? It's like doing your new podcast, mm-hmm. Untaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it just make you happy? Does it make you happy in a way you've never been? Yes. Uh, well, not that I'd never been, but it makes me, yeah, no, it's very fulfilling. It, uh, okay. So, so much of my life over the last decade has been, has revolved around being out in social situations in Hollywood. And I've met wonderful people. So much of my life has evolved from those connections and that networking. But the, one of the downsides of it is that you very rarely get to have any sort of extended, um, interaction with the people that, you're meeting and talking to. So I've had all these little short conversations with a lot of people I'm really interested in. And, um, this is like finally a way to have really long conversations with them that I would want to have with them in social situations. Um, but it's like this weird excuse to actually be able to have the conversations I've always wanted to have with that's them. That's great. First place. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it's great. I feel like I've always been podcasting, but I would just call it lunch. Like that's what I yeah. do. And then, yeah. and now, now I feel like I'm podcasting when I, it's so weird. It's like everything's morphing into the same thing where I'll like be having conversations with somebody. I'll be trying to wrap it up and take it back to the thing. Mm-hmm. We, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'm waiting till the day thing. that everybody has a fucking podcast it, and, and it's, it's going to suck it's, so much. That's that's what it is right now. Yeah. That's what the, you're listening to right now. I think we're just early adopters. No, no, no. no early adopters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't podcasting for like seven years. All right. Wrap it up, Alexa. Anyway, let's bring it on home. I listen. could do this with you for 18 more hours. Listen. And by this, I mean stare at you romantically. We're totally wrong for each other. Probably. You know this. We're not Every, right. Everybody's wrong for both of us. You never told me who I should date. I would. I, I just want you to make some kind of like... Wait, let me guess your astrological sign really quick. Just to okay. see. Maybe this means we're... Mm-hmm. Taurus? Nope. Libra? No. Aquarius? No. Gemini? No. Sagittarius? No. Libra? Leo? No. Capricorn? No. Mm, oh, I, I mean, know. How I do you get, get that? Hey, hey, what? hey. Aries. No. Okay. Uh, well, you, you heard guessed it. Well, eight. Thank you so much for tuning in to Love Alexi. Uh, we've been talking to Chris Paul and uh, Chris. You know what? Scorpio. Uh, oh fuck! That makes so much sense. See, you knew it the whole time. We're gonna end it there, motherfucker. <laughs> now leaving nerdist.com.